Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. We're the host of Beats, Beats Balls, and, and Bourbon. Bourbon, the official vodcast of the Groove Machine, the uh, drumline for Louisville City supporters. We are members of the Coopers and also like to help out with other groups as well. And can I say it? Can I say it? Is there something you'd like to say? I would. Here we go. Beats, Balls, and Bourbon is part of the Beautiful Game Network. Check out BGN.FM. We'll be talking more about that later. Yes, we are now members of the BGN, which is a lot of fun and uh, looking forward to seeing what that's all about. To my left is our guest host tonight, Keith Alone. How are you, Keith? I'm, I'm fantastic. Man, it's good to see you, man. Yeah, it really it's is. Good, it's good to see you as well. Because we, we did that Soccer City Radio thing a couple times. We did. That was and, fun. And uh, I enjoyed the, the, I think you did it twice, sang the national anthem for us at the... Uh, well, I'm actually up to... Uh, Gosh, about 20-something times now. Oh, I know you've done it since. <laughs> yeah, right, but since I right, 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 right. I saw you at a... Did you sing it at a Louisville City game? Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I was there oh, for yeah. that game, yeah. and I was like... I, it was like, you know, I was with a star, and I was like... <laughs> sit, I'm like, oh, I know that guy. I mean, I, I really know that yeah. guy. Yeah, it was... It was pretty cool. So I'm kind of I'm hoping they I'm hoping they call me for the first game this year, but we'll see. I don't know, man. You let us down in the final. Stop, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Co-hosting his final <laughs> show, Matt. <laughs> anyway, um, free time, yes. Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, with another they have episode here. With, oh jeez, <laughs> it's a epi- another episode. Uh, I think this is episode 27, actually. So which is that's kind of cool because we only do every other week. But we're uh, hopefully you'll go back and check everything out that we've done on Twitch TV. Uh, all of those videos since we switched over are there. Also, we uh, have edited versions of the show on YouTube. Uh, and there is an audio-only version, and we're getting more subscriptions. So if you are subscribing to that, we hope you thank you. And we hope if you haven't, you will go to either YouTube, look up Groove Machine, or you will go to uh, our, our, our our audio feed is on uh, iTunes. It's on the uh, Google uh, mm-hmm. I forget the name. It's of it. on the Google. It's on the Google. On the Google. Whatever. Whatever. The Google, Google machine. Google Play. Yeah, the Google machine. <laughs> Google's podcast service. Whatever that is. You got to put everything and on the Google. Course, yeah. If you want to recommend us to our your friends, there's an easier way to plug the the Twitch stream. It's bit.ly slash 3B podcast. There you go. And Derek's going to tell us all about that. Derek, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm. I'm I can't complain. Everything's good. Right? You feeling sassy? I'm feeling well. I, I wanted to let the American know something um, because it seems to be the, the the cool thing to do. Oh um, no! I have uh, I have suspended my uh, candidacy for president um, because everybody else seems to be doing it this week. So I wanted to do it too. I feel like being part of the team. So my the first so those delegates that I picked up in Guam. The what? <laughs> oh, you got delegates yeah. in Guam? Nice. Right. Two delegates in Guam and one in uh, I think it's Marshall Island. Delicates. Like, <laughs> I thought you said. I, I thought delicate. you just said yeah. delicate. Yeah, the delicates. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is well, a delicate? Another so double well, entendre. You know, I haven't I haven't picked up yeah. any delicates delegates personally, but I am not suspending my campaign. In fact, I'd like to tell you to I'd like to tell you right now about my platform. What is it? It's about three feet high. It's nice. about ten feet on a side. Yada la la la. Yada la. Thank you very much. So you're doing good. Thank you, Gracie Allen. I'm doing good. I've had a very uh, eventful week. Yeah, man. I first before. Can you tell us a little? Can you tell everybody a little bit? about the whole uh, social media thing and where they can have I talked about anything we haven't talked about yet no I don't think it's so it's so we obviously we are live on on Twitch um, if you are joining us for the first time you can subscribe to the channel for free uh, if you have Amazon Prime you just select the uh, it's the subscribe button at the top of your screen you can go in and you can uh, there's you get a drop down and it'll tell you Amazon Prime uh, you can also sub to us for it, it's five bucks but I would prefer you do it for free um, and then we've got, uh, yeah, it's, uh, every follow helps us out. Yes, uh, essentially anything that you do, any interactivity or anything that you take part in during the stream, 
uh, that helps us a great deal, and uh, and we really appreciate it. Uh, follow us on all the social media outlets. Uh, Joe, uh, I'm sure we'll share some stuff about our audio yep. streams and whatnot later. Yep. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. Yep. Thanks for joining us. We're we're, we're gonna have a good time yeah, tonight. Thank you. And yeah, it'd be really cool if you can fill this thing up. Yes, we would like to have that thing filled with stuff. Keith, Keith looks at it like it's Matt. How are you? I don't even know what he's playing. I'm just <laughs> there's a digital just bourbon wonderful. glass right here. Yeah, yes. sweet. I'm just oh, looking. I see. Oh, it. yeah. I'm just, I had to look over the screen to line okay. everything up on it so I could you can it. You can. Oh, and that's one of yeah. Sorry, Matt. Uh, so, one of the things that you can do if you with the interactivity on the stream is you can send us bits. That's Twitch currency. Mm-hmm. Uh, any bits that you send us will drop down into that little bourbon glass, and uh, it's like a tip. Yeah, we appreciate okay. that. You, you know, you, just, give like us, just give us your yeah. tip. So, and there you go. Now, before yeah. we get on, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the supportive stuff that's going on, and then we'll talk to Keith. We also have Mike Watts coming on a little bit. That's going to be really cool. He's going to give us a USL pre- preview. And then Matt is going to lead a discussion with Mike Sparks. or Mark, Mike Sparks. Mike Sparks, who is mm-hmm. part of this BGN, Beautiful uh, Game Network, and uh, we'll, we'll tell you a little bit about that, too. So, with the Coopers, uh, there, uh, uh, there is a happy hour uh, this Friday. The Coopers' first Friday happy hour this Friday at the High Horse Bar. That's 1032 Story Avenue from 7 to 9. Everyone is welcome. If you've ordered parkas or memberships, your items will be available there for pickup. You will also be able to purchase a new membership or renew. Is there anything else you want to mm-hmm. add to some of the Cooper stuff there? Uh, just uh, remember, this is last year's Cooper's kit. Uh, everybody really liked the first run, so we ended up making a second run. This year's Cooper's kit is on sale right now. I think it. Lo- I, there's two options for color. I think it looks as good, if not better. I can't handle that. It, it says stimulus right by your right nipple. It does. <laughs> the new ones say that too, Joe. I just was. I, I, I just noticed that. I apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, Welcome anyway. to the show, Keith. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, they're going to be on pre-order through the 14th. As of now, we do not have plans to make another run. So, if you want to get this year's Cooper's kit. Um, Now's the, now's the time. Uh, bit.ly slash Cooper's Kit will get you to the order form. Excellent. Uh, 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 announcement for Scouse's house. Uh, there is a meet and greet also on Friday uh, to benefit uh, Jim and Fiona Lowe. Now, I, I met, I don't know Fiona, but Jim is a great guy. He's from Scotland. Um, they've run into a little bit of problems lately. She, Fiona has some health issues, and Jim broke his femur. Uh, he hurt, you know, uh, and so that's a very bad injury if you've ever had any femur issues. So what they're doing in good old British tradition, let's go. Let's get together for a good old night of games, music, banter with friends of old and new. Um, uh, they have generously agreed to make a donation to Fiona and Jim. That's the bar there that they're going to be doing at, which is uh, what I said. That's the Molly's of uh, the Highlands, and I'm sure we could show them community support uh, during their recent misfortune. Now, how about this? Especially for Friday evening, Molly's has arranged for this unique printer for us. Get out and get your oh. personalized Guinness glass with <laughs> your face on, on the foam on top. So basically, I'm calling this the Scouse's Drink Your Face fundraiser. <laughs> to, yeah. So they will print your yeah, face I just in saw the foam. In the foam. In it the prints foam. as a picture of your face on the foam. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like it before. Today's the first day I saw it online. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Starbucks is going to be doing that now. Coffee's going to be five gonna, bucks. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to repair those printers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but good point. So hopefully, um, if you get a chance to go check that out as well, Molly Malone's Highlands, or you could check out both of them and uh, you know help Jim and Fiona out. Like I said, really good people, and hopefully you can check them. You can give them a little bit of support. The Sheep's Pen, who have been doing amazing work. Uh, three things: Sunday, April fifth is the fifth annual World Cup at King Louis. 
Online registration is now live for team captains. We are set to raise over $1,600 this year with nine teams. So that's fantastic. Not, did yeah. you see nine teams? Nine teams, with, uh, and they're, they're set to raise over $1,600. So, he did not tell me he expanded it. How yeah. dare you, Eric? Yeah, Eric. And then <laughs> Saturday, April 11th is Match Day Music at Big Al's at Burritoville. Now, this is a good idea. This oh, is a man. great idea. Uh, they're pretty stoked. Midnight hour uh, sound system DJs will be spinning the mod and Northern Soul. I didn't say that with the right inflection. And then the band Straight Laced will be playing their set. Drinking food specials, uh, so hopefully I'm hoping to get a chance to go over there for for one of their happy hours. I got to swing. Yeah. We got to swing by there. What time? Yeah. When? It's I, that's the. It doesn't have a time here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say since the game starts around seven, probably about three o'clock. So mm-hmm. you know that sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. And knowing those guys, I'm sure it will yeah. be. And now, last the question oh, ahead, I want to ask about the World Cup though. Uh-huh. What's the over under of former MLS players that the, that the front office is going to field? Because they have some, Dude. they have a few. No, it's just not. That's, yeah. If 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 they've got, they, I think that they're going to have Cruz O'Connor. I man, that's just wrong. That is wrong. That is kind of wrong. And the, and this is going to be my retirement party. This what, is the last time I'm ever going to play in a charity tournament because yeah. I can't do it anymore. What they should do is that they should offset that. If they're going to have Cruz and they're going to have O'Connor, they should offset that with Howie Lindsay and Brad. <laughs> you know Howie Lindsay, zero. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget it. So bring them two out there and offset all of that. And I think they'll yeah. be fine. I have something to add about cheap spin, actually. Okay, well, give me one more thing. Lastly, the Ba Open, which is the oh. foot golf scramble. Oh yeah. Okay, that is Saturday, May sixteenth at Woodhaven Country Club. Signups will be coming soon. Just check our social media. After foot golf, we head to Big Lynn for Lucidity yep. versus Hartford Watch Party. Nice. And I said it the right way, not Hartford. If you looked at Hartford. Uh, start time. What's start size? time for uh, Big Al's is two p.m. By the way, what size teams yeah. are on the foot golf thing? We, I do. They had four. You, you play. It's a scramble, and you play in groups of four. Okay. And it it was dude. It, it was a blast. I'm like, saying I, we need to recruit somebody and have a beach balls and bourbon team. Oh man, dude. That would, you know, we have to. That's a good idea. Maybe we'll roll raffle off a spot. Hey, I who like wants it. to play? Who wants to play foot golf with the three of us? That'd be kind of fun. I'm I'm kind of I'm already I'm kind of committed to a team. Oh, you are? Yeah. I, I have, oh. I've never played foot golf. Oh, I suck. Neither it's it's fun, man. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, I, like, is, I played frisbee golf a couple of times. And we had a fun. blast. I played yeah. one time with Luther, and it was it was yeah. it was it was a lot of fun. Are you? I got one more. Um, she's been. Do it, do it, do it. Yes, please. So, I'm gonna. I have to. I told Eric I would frame this a certain way. The sheep's pen may or may not have their own logo now. Okay. So they may have their own like nice. really cool supporter logo. Um, they may or may not have it, given it to is Evan. It like, is it like a sheep's ass? No, no, it's it's really cool. <laughs> this is this is very different. Um, but Evan may or may not have put it in a place on the Louisville City website where you might go to look at supporters groups, and it might be there. It might not. Okay. Hmm. So I would encourage you to. I don't surf. know what the heck is going on. No, it's I, a t- I, <laughs> I, might or might not be. I'm so confused. Surf the no Louisville idea. City website and 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 maybe you'll find something. I don't know. Right. So there's some announcements. Uh, we'll have some more stuff later on, but I want to talk to Keith for a while before we talk to uh, Mike. How are you, sir? I'm I'm very very good. It's uh, been a long time. It has been a long time. We miss you on the radio show, but we we haven't seen you in a while. I'm just glad that you're uh, glad you're here. Yeah, just had some stuff come up that I had to take yeah. care of. Kind of step away from the. The public eye, yes, so to speak. <laughs> my and dozens and dozens of fans. Yeah. The public ear. <laughs> well, you know, my mom and dad were busy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I did that, and I stepped away from coaching and all that stuff. But uh, this past uh, August, September, got back into it, and I'm, I'm very happy to well, be good. doing we're so. We're all glad Excellent. to see you. Um, for people that don't know Keith, maybe if you, if you could, uh, we ask everybody that's ever been on, just tell you everybody a little bit about yourself, please. Um, Louisville guy, born and raised, went to St. X. 
um, Holy Trinity. I lived away for four years when I went to the University of Dayton. Um, That is uh, a message that I just received (laughs) on my phone, which drives my wife absolutely bonkers. (laughs) I will turn that off. And uh, I thought we were being raided. I was going to say, I, was like, I know everybody goes, "Oh, are you from, in the fire department?" It's just bourbon. It's just bourbon. Access starts slamming. No, I'm not in the fire department. It's not the military. It's just a thing I can hear. <laughs> uh, went to Saint X. I played at Saint X. Uh, I went to Dayton. I played at Dayton um, University. Yes, University okay, of I didn't Dayton. Know that. Okay. Um, I left there, came back, and I played uh, on a semi-pro team called the Lew- the Lexington Bandits for mm-hmm. about a half a season. Okay. Then we had a kid and. I stopped, and then uh, I played for the Louisville Thoroughbreds. Right, I've heard of that name. Sure. Um, played for the, with them for I I don't remember if it was a year or two. It was the year they two years before they folded, but and I was one of the guys that actually got to cash the paycheck, which was awesome. There you go. Um, so then I uh, co- have coached here from basically when I got back from school in ninety two ninety one ish. I graduated in ninety, and I hung out at the school for about a year and okay. did stupid things. Um, and As opposed I, to me, who just did stupid things at school. Yeah. Well, I did both, but I just didn't have to go to class. <laughs> right, 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 right. Nice. Uh, and then I coached at Bellarmine. I helped uh, the guy who started the okay. women's program there. I helped oh, nice. him, a guy named Jim Gleason, okay. uh, for about two years. And I did some goalkeeper training at uh, Bellarmine for a year. That's cool. Um, then I coached youth, LSA, LSC, Javanon. Jeez. Uh, Kentucky Fire Juniors. Almost all the clubs in town I've coached at one point or another. Did, did wow, you, you played for the Lightning for for a season? Oh yeah, yeah, and I played yeah. I played for the Lightning for, for okay. one year. So what was your position? Goalkeeper. Ah, okay. There you go. Yep. And um, that's it. That's it. Yep. And I do nothing else. No, and I've got. Uh, <laughs> I'm obviously married because uh, right. my thing makes my wife nuts, and I got three mm-hmm. kids. I got uh, an older daughter who is okay. 27. She's married. Wow. Has her first baby on the way. Due oh, April awesome. 17th. That's awesome. Totally stoked about that. Yeah, that is cool. Um, I got a son who's at the Naval Academy. He's a junior. Damn. And wow. I've got a daughter that's at WKU that was a ri- arriving in town as I pulled into your all's. Great school. Yep. WKU. Yeah. That's you, EKU, WKU, a lot of good yep. universities. And, and let me tell you, WKU versus uh, in 2019 20 mm-hmm. uh, versus WKU in 1990 91 when I was that age and going there. It is a world of difference. Is it really? Yeah, well. I mean, it was, uh, I don't know, it just was like, it's WKU, but now you go there and it's beautiful and it's, I mean, it's it's a really, it's it's a wonderful campus. That's awesome. And so one of the things I definitely want to ask, and we've had a bunch, we've had a lot of uh, folks on that grew up in this area. Now you played, so you grew up in, in, in the culture here. Seeing it explode like this over the last five years has got to be pretty crazy. Oh, it's been absolutely fantastic. The thing is, is that there have been iterations of professional soccer in this town since I was there. You go a freshman mm-hmm. in high school. Right, I mean, before right, right. that, I mean, we had the uh, MISL team with um, oh, was it MISL? Yeah, it was uh, played at Broadbent Arena. Okay, Thunder, the Louisville Thunder, mm-hmm. Louisville Thunder. Yeah, it was MISL. So they, play, they played no, Broadbent. Um, what well, uh, AISA? AISA okay, American Indoor Soccer Association. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, it was one of the I couldn't remember. I just remember there were so many of them. It was like the wrestling territory. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was, it and they crazy. were here for a couple of years, and they got out. And then um, the USISL, which was the precursor to the USL, right. started the systems of interleague soccer things. It yeah. was such a long, convoluted thing. Right, it was right. ridiculous, mm-hmm. and that was around for four or five years. And they got that here, and our first several games, everything went well, and then mm-hmm. they were like. 
oh, we're not making any money. So they just kind of said, well, well, threw up their hands. I was yeah. like, why, why aren't you like, this is just the promoter in me walking out to every youth practice with two players handing out tickets to the kids. Sure. Parents got to get in. They'll pay, mm-hmm. you know, get the kids in and yeah. the parents will show up. You know, they'll right. put some pressure on people. Um, so kids are good at that. Yes, yes they absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, we tried the lightning, um, which I mean, it did relatively well, but it, you know, parking was an issue. It was hard to get into the sure. place. And I think people yeah. were a little uncertain about what indoor soccer was, mm-hmm. um, which I, since Mockingbird you know, opened, I played there. I got to be honest with you moving in because I was, I was a fan of the game, you know, in the seventies going to see the Cosmos and all those teams. Indoor soccer saved soccer in this country. It, it kept it dormant for a little while. Does that, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, it because we didn't have a, a vibrant outdoor game at all, sadly. And, and but it really was because some of those teams that played at the top level are still their names of steamers to crunch. Those teams, there were some great teams back then that were, were the arrows. I mean, there was it gave it gave a and it gave a lot of pe- people a chance to continue to play, right? And I mean, it's kind right. of That's, it's kind of where players go to die. And it, right, it yeah. was. But there was, I mean, there was some. They took all players that played in that league. Yeah, uh, Kyle Rote Jr. I mean, there were some great. Great soccer players that ended up playing that league because sadly there wasn't Ricky Davis. There wasn't a whole lot more. There wasn't anything to do. What were you going to do? You play in college and you're done. And that was just you know they tried to Americanize it, but still it created a it created sort of a subculture that's still around today. And I think it's pretty. I mean, you'll talk about that later with with what you were you know what you need to mention, and 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 uh, you know, but it created that sub layer that that still persists today. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and I I think the fact that the USL has become what it has and is <clears throat> has been one of the very best things for soccer in the United States ever simply right. because it is such a localized thing. Yeah. You might have, you know, your MLS team in Cincinnati or Nashville or whatever, but something <clears throat> like Louisville city. And we talked about this when I was doing the radio show, no, it's such a, you feel like you go out there and you handshake with any one of those guys at any point, there's no airs about them. Right. They're, they're busting tail to try and get to the next level, which is the MLS as we know right. in this country. Um, but they are in it because they love it and they want to play yeah. it and they want to get there. Yeah. They get to the MLS. I got it changes very good authority that yep. those guys are as entitled as can be. Like, oh, there's no doubt. What are you we, had, do? we had we had Hackworth on here. He said it out loud. Oh, we've well. got a couple guys that came on here that said, you know, it's a different vibe. It is, and it's a shame because it, we've created this myth. I think with with MLS that you've reached the top. MLS is D three for the world right now. <laughs> I was going to say, you've reached the bottom. Yeah, exactly. You've reached D3 world level, okay? Because, you know, we have Paco Craig is now playing for somebody that's in League One in England. He's got a one-month contract. He was a star in this league for a while. Yeah. Okay? And there's, I I think, you guys tell me, I think the the contrast, once you get past the designated players in MLS, the difference between the MLS player, the average MLS player, and the good USL player, not much. I don't no, think no, it is. there isn't. It's usually speed. There is play. a difference. There's a mm-hmm. difference. How quickly they think, right? So, yeah. and, and jumping back a little bit, when you were when you were coming up and doing all that stuff, you you transitioned into coaching, mm-hmm. right? Um, passion for working with kids. Oh yes, you, you know it's it's you can't just do it. You know what I'm saying, right? I mean, yeah, I, I've coached my I coached Cassidy, my oldest, three years, and I haven't coached a kid since. One wow. of my kids. So, yeah. and she was uh, up until she was you thirteen. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time. So, you coached your own kid. Yeah. What's the challenge of coaching? We, I haven't even asked anybody. Yet. I mean, I don't think we've had anybody yet that coached their own kid. Have, have 
I don't think so. I coached Lincoln for U six, but <clears throat> right, right, right. And I, mean, I don't think yeah. I don't think we didn't even talk about you know Coach Hackworth's kid. What's the challenge of coaching your own child on a team with other kids? And I'm sure that they're you know how kids are. They're aware of it. So what's that? Yeah, like? absolutely. The the there's a ton of pressure that you don't want to show that. Yeah. Um, nepotism is not the right word, but that favoritism to sure. your child. <clears throat> but I. I Almost held her to a higher standard than I did the other kids. That's that's the same uh, And I, I had to constantly rein myself in, and my wife would make comment of it and be like, just don't be too hard on Cassidy. I'm like, yep, yeah, you're right. And she was playing goalkeeper, and she was playing goalkeeper because I played goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, well, hey. And we were playing at Jamnon, and Jamnon is like, at the time, was the top-tier mm-hmm. team. Oh, she getting pelted. And But she wasn't getting pelted, which was good. Because so you had get okay. I had good yeah. players in front of her, but... It was, um, it, it was, it's a, ch- it is definitely a challenge. Um, I might do things a little bit differently than, okay. than I did then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at the time I was 32, 33, I'm 51 now. So yeah. I mean, it's you don't look a at, lot of growth in, I mean, I look, in I look all of 54. You don't look 51 <laughs> to me. I look 54 plus. <laughs> I gave you the, those years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm happy to carry them for, I'm just a nice guy like that. Uh, and then uh, one other question before we, I'll give Mike a call. The infrastructure that uh, not so much the buildings, but I'm talking about the support. I mean, that's got to. We talk about the increase of quality, and everybody, everybody sees a product, and they're like, "Wow, it's so much better than it used to be." Everything that happens underneath it has to be just as. I mean, it has to be much better for to, to see a better product. I in, mean, in terms of the quality of the players that are playing at the higher level, how what were they going through when they're getting right? Exactly, yes. coaching, driving kids to games, getting the paperwork. Nobody talks about the paperwork. All of that garbage is taken care of by managers. One of the wonderful things is in at least all the places I've been is the youth situation is like, okay, there's the coach and the clubs are like, okay, coach, you coach. We need a parent manager that handles all that back end paperwork, insurance, garbage like that, which I would rather pull my eyes out than deal with any of that stuff. Um, So all of that stuff is taken care of. And then the coaching is a lot better because now if you're going to coach a certain age, you have to have a certain USSF license. Right. And if you want to get higher, do better, you can get a higher and higher license. So there's actually people that have been trained at least in a common kind of idea of what the United States Soccer Federation wants to do in order to get these guys going higher. Mm. One of the things that I think that would be great for them to do is eliminate the, um, the loss of the ability to go to college and scholarship to people who get paid or get the okay, pay. Okay, explain yeah. a little bit. Because if you're going to go to the NCAA and you receive any benefit for soccer, they can't give you a scholarship. You can't play in the NCAA. Wow, that's Division right. That's, 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 that's right. That's right. Because it's an right. extra okay. benefit for Somebody your sport. Somebody else talked about that. That's right. I, so uh, Sanchez talked about. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, right. I think they should. That's just a, a weird setup. It's it is for but it's for football. I mean, with football, if you don't play in the NFL, I mean, in co- college, you're not going to play in the NFL. It's not like you're going to come out of high school and play in college. Right. I mean, in the NFL. Basketball, yes. That's why they had that year sit that you had to in the NBA or whatever it was. I think they're right. looking at changing that or just changed it. But, I mean, a lot of these guys, they're like, they lose four years because they're like, well, I need to get my degree and soccer's going to pay for it. So why don't I just go ahead and do that? Mm-hmm. So they're coming out at 21 when they should be playing at 16, 17, right, 18 years right. old at a <clears throat> very high professionalist-esque right, 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 type right, right, level. Right, 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 right. So that gets that kind of gets lost because 
if you go out and you train with Louisville City every day mm. versus you go train with your Division One school, yes, some of those players are going to be good, but you're going to have one or two at that Division One level that are going to be able to play at the same level with the USL teams. Right, right, right. You're competing against and that's 18. That, that's that fourth. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say you're, you're competing against 18 in the USL practice every single day whereas you're only practicing against one or two, and then you could maybe dominate those one or two. So it right. doesn't improve you right. to the same the speed as... It. And that's sort of that forked path that we have in this country that I don't think we have anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's the university scholastic thing. We talked about that too. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm, I definitely want to get back to that, but I, am I unmuted? I don't want to... Uh... Like... Come on, there tell me go. it works. There it is. There it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy cow. It All definitely right. works it now. quiet. Mike, I'm sorry about that. Thank you, bud. <laughs> No, all good. It's, it's, it's all perfect. It's all man. good. Facebook, so, man. What are you gonna do? Nothing. That's yeah. why. We, that's why we moved to Twitch TV. By the way, folks, if you hey. want to watch the show, you can go back on Twitch TV and you can see previous shows as well. Mike, once again, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, thank you again. And uh, the if you, there's a couple teams that uh, as being Louisville fans here that we should keep an eye on. Yeah, so I would start with Tampa Bay. I think they're going to be a, a legitimate contender, especially with the changes they made in the back. And I think Neil Collins has done a terrific job with that group. Um, kept most of their attack together and their midfield together. Miami has put a lot of money into competing year one. I think they've got a bunch of guys that either fans know from past USL championship seasons or from Miami FC historically that'll make them interesting mm-hmm. um obviously i think louisville was really pragmatic i think everyone they added was an intelligent ad not just a guy that you're getting to throw money at a problem right uh, there were a few that kind of started there and then um i checked out the changes uh, you know, today everybody everybody talks about the fact that we brought back a lot of players and we did but man we got a lot of new talent here i, I there are some there especially today I, I don't know if you caught the the signing that we had today mm-hmm. with Gomez. yeah I mean, that's... Yeah, I, I think um, the talent you guys brought in made sense. So Jimmy Ockford, you know, yeah. Devin Kerr called him his defensive player of the year mm-hmm. prediction. So you're talking really high expectations for him from a guy who knows the league as well as anybody. Cam Lancaster is obvious uh, for what he's done for, for the club previously. Corbin Bone is brilliant in midfield. And all of a sudden, I think you've got five or six guys that could compete in the midfield to start every game. And even Wes Sharpie, you know, I thought yep. Memphis was one of their better players, yep. and I think he could play any of the four positions on the back line. So what he does from the outset. And then, you know, I, I don't know what Gomez's future is right now. He's still yeah. so young. but 16. You know, wow. Uh, yeah. If I had Hack and, and Danny Cruz and James O'Connor as the guys looking after me at 16, I'm not saying I would have been a pro. I'm just saying it would have been better than I otherwise would have been. I can't even mm. talk about what I was into when I was 16. I don't even <laughs> want to go there. Yeah, I, post, I found a uh, highlight reel of him and I posted it on uh, Twitter. Uh, of, of Gomez? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. it's unbelievable. And and, and um, also maybe, um, I don't know if you've kept up with any of the, well, Miami, you just mentioned a new team, and they've done a tremendous job putting a roster together. Um, any of the other newer teams that you've kept an eye on? Yeah, the only two expansion teams this year into the league are going to be Miami and San Diego. If you look at the team that San Diego brought in, I mean, on paper, and it's it's a long way to go. You know, it's Landon Donovan's first time managing. They're legit, guys. There's a lot. They look real. It's sick. Uh, Oh, that's the one with the detergent logo, right? Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But um, Don't put those thoughts in my head. What are you doing? (laughs) Was it Tide Pod FC? 
Yeah, really. <laughs> so you've got. All right. So you talked Kids about Tampa Bay, one. Miami, and Louisville. How about a couple other teams up there that we think we should keep an eye on? Yeah, I think Indy is is going to be good. I cannot wait for the Louisville Indianapolis Proximity oh, Association football contest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, well done, done, sir. <laughs> I got there. Um, yeah. yeah, I think they're legit. Devin is really high on Birmingham. I know, although they just lost JJ Williams to Atlanta United as they try and fill the where, the loss of well, um, Joseph Martinez. Well, where is where is Birmingham as far as striker concerned, though? I mean, what what up top? I, uh, you know, I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, it depends what you think about Chandler. Right, you know, is I he think back? He comes and, back and, to Chandler Hoffman. Right. Mm-hmm. You got two key um, things to look at there. Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be on, or is he going to be cold? Yeah. 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 And I look, I I think he, in chatting with him months ago, mm-hmm. you know, you get the feeling he's amped to get going again. Right. And right. It, it's amazing the hunger you get coming off an injury like that. And it could teach you a lot too. I mean, Chandler Hoffman, even when he was here, whatever, uh, you know, wherever he's played, I mean, he's always showed some hunger. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully he's okay. I mean, I, I love the fact you just mentioned something too. Some of the cities, excuse me. These are not tiny towns, Indianapolis, Louisville, Miami, to see this league doing what it's doing versus whenever you started doing <laughs> USL games. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah, because I did 2015, and you're talking it was Galaxy 2 (laughs) and Rochester Rhinos. Right, 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 for the final. Yeah, so that was my first game then, and, you know, it's it's night and day. I mean, even teams like Pulsa, right? I mean, you know, they've kind of been stagnant over the last few years. They have billionaire ownership that just came in, so they're not laggards anymore. Yeah, you know, the cities are good. I'm excited. Have you had an opportunity to come by the new facility yet? So I went in November, and uh, Brad Estes gave me the tour, which was unreal. uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, we will be there on site for the the league, uh, you know, the first league match at at the stadium on April 11th. And I know, what, 13,000, 14,000 of our closest friends will be there with us. And I, I have to tell you, like I've been, I've, I've been over there a couple times recently. I can't even, and I, I'm not, a, I'm not a geek when it comes to this, like stadiums and buildings. Like, oh, where, I am. <laughs> and my thing is, like, where, you know, where am I sitting, and where is the beer? I mean, that's really, you know, I mean, obviously the view matters. You're not, and about twenty steps away. Right, right, right. And and more, and can be more importantly, the bathroom. The bathroom, of mm-hmm. course. Because you, you got one. Unless it was in it, you know, I'll tell you the story about Indianapolis. Oh, I told no. these guys. <laughs> oh no! But anyway, the uh, the, the I, I I Mike, I can't even explain it to you. It is it's majestic, and, and I'm and I'm and I and I'm using that word in the, in a very legitimate way. It is absolutely beautiful, and it sounds like there's a couple other places. Uh, Pawtucket, I think, is, is, isn't that, um, I think they're trying to build a new stadium out there. Uh, is it yep. a new one in, oh, golly, out west? Colorado, maybe? Uh, I forget where it was. I think, yeah. I think the switchbacks. Switchbacks, yeah. switchbacks that's right. really spectacular. They're working on it. Nice. And just, you know, think about, now, you did the final in Rochester six years ago. That facility was probably the best facility in USL six years ago. Yeah. And now, not that that was a horrible facility, it was just in a bad spot, but the, uh, I mean, the, the, it sounds like the league is really working hard to make sure that teams are getting moved into those kind of things. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, night and day. I mean, you know, even, you know, Phoenix, when, when they right. decided they're going to move out of that baseball complex and into, into this temporary stadium using the stands from the Phoenix Open, and they talked about, you know, from 
from tumbleweeds to rough and tumble is what, <laughs> what the owner of the team told me yeah. at the time. And yeah, it doesn't have all the modern amenities, but when it gets rocking, it's as good an atmosphere for its size as you're going to find. And then you kind of go from those kinds of stadiums, modular stadiums into Colorado Springs. And, you know, I think Sacramento's got great big plans, but you know, they were one all of the right. first to sort of have their own place um, of, of that size. Um, you know, it, it's sad to an extent what happened to Rochester because they, yeah, they put some money into it. And, yes, you know, by the time it was done, the scoreboard had panels that didn't work and the, the turf was coming up. And, I mean, it, it just sort of, you know, degraded they, they, for a variety of reasons. Well, they tried yeah. to model themselves after what was going on at the time, too, because you got to remember when, when all those buildings were going up, they were following the NFL sort of model where you don't build in the middle of the city. You find someplace in the outskirts, and sadly, that was kind of outskirts for Rochester. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. still kind of part of the city, and and then on top of that, I mean, the main industry there was Kodak, and who would, right. who who um who you know who saw that com- complete thing just imploding the way it did because of you know technology. Yeah. So um, it's just as a fan of the sport in general, it's just amazing to see some of these facilities that are going up. You got the new team in Queens next year, I believe. It's they start with uh, with um, Queensboro. Yes, Queen. The, the, mm-hmm. uh, what? Uh, not Vela. Uh, God, David Villa, David Villa. He's mm-hmm. he, you know him taking over. Uh, maybe giving us a little bit of a of a preview of what you see in the West. Um, it's it's interesting. I think it's fairly wide open. I think Sacramento with Mark Briggs is going to take a big step forward. I think. Uh, Real Monarchs, uh, you know, I don't know if Douglas Martinez is going to see much time for the Monarchs as opposed to for RSL. But, you know, I think things are going the right direction there. Phoenix will be great again. No no reason to think they won't. Um, you know, San Diego, I think, is going to be hanging around for much of this year. Orange County, I think, will be better. I think El Paso is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I think San Antonio is a real dark horse. Uh, oh to, yes, to get out of that playing round. Well, that's um, so, that, yeah, a bunch of guys. See, the thing about San Antonio that I was worried about a little bit is the fact that you know they they're, they they were one of those franchises that I think kind of tied their whole deal to MLS, and it doesn't look like that's coming to fruition. I don't know, and I'm wondering that you know they're going to be a case study in in a city and a team that sort of really tied tried to hitch their wagon to a star that they're not going to be able to hitch it to, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that that's you know that that doesn't break down at all. Um, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, you start talking about uh, playoffs and stuff like that uh, in the West, you, you know, two or three teams that maybe if we get that far, we would want to keep an eye on? Um, God, it, it really is it's a like long said, kind of open, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm putting, you kind of sit here you know and what say, I'm doing? You know, where we're at in a month, right? Mike, what I'm doing is making you earn your money for coming on the show. <laughs> 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 you obviously haven't paid him very much. <laughs> but, uh, Anyway, just as a general making fan, three but, times what I'm making off this. There you go. As a, now, just as a general fan, like I said, the excitement of of broadcasting a league, the viability of this league, it's becoming something that I think it really, really take. It's taking off now in its own way, but eventually can really turn into something. The excitement of being able to broadcast this is it, it's got to be kind of fun, man. I you know, given are you still doing the the deal where a lot of those are going to be done down in Florida? I think it's in Tampa. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Uh, down in Fort Lauderdale, right? Fort Lauderdale. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, I, I the, you know, the first pro soccer match I ever called was that game in Rochester. Okay, and 
Um, you know, year two in 2016, it was really just a game of the week and OKC jumped in. So I started doing some local shows and then 17 Louisville jumps in and I'm, I'm going to be doing my fourth year um, as the guy calling the majority of the games on local Louisville TV. And so for me, as a, as a young announcer, I mean, you know, I'm 27 now. I mean, back then I was calling a final at 23. That's amazing. Um, the fact they took a, a, a step with me and gave me a shot when they didn't have to. Um, credit to, you know, Alec and Justin Papadakis and Jake Edwards and Mike Cohen and Tom Veet. And a lot of guys really had to buck up and, and you know, put a lot of trust in a young guy who hadn't done it before. Right. Um, and to be able to pay that back a little bit by being here as long as I have, given what they've achieved off the field, is is frankly really satisfying. Well, you've earned it for I, me. I, honestly, you've earned it. And I and I'm I'm not saying this because you're on. I am I am a huge fan of the way you call games because there's 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 a legitimacy of the interest and and the emotion that you put into it. And uh, I mean, we all enjoy listening to it. And uh, I mean, I'm always at the game mostly, so. You know, we're we're gonna try and get you. We're gonna try and get you to remember this first game to plug the groove machine. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that might not be. We'll mm-hmm. we'll do what we can. Does anybody else want to ask anything? I don't. You know, does anybody have any questions at all? Get in here, guys. Yeah, come Let's on. Go. Hey, Mike. Well, do you, do you think New Mexico is? Do you think we're gonna outdraw New Mexico in Louisville? Good question. Um, I think it's gonna be neck and neck. I mean, I, I think. Um, you know, technically, with standing room only, you guys can match what they can seat. I think that's part of it. It's just they, they literally have more chair backs um, than Louisville has. Um, I don't really know that it's all that relevant, though. And I know that right. sounds that's like true. a backdoor answer, no, but no, there's no. little things like, you know, Slugger Field's going to have games at the same time as, as, the, as, uh-huh. as Lou City, whereas New Mexico gets rid of that entire conflict by playing on that field the same way you guys did the last – Five years, That's so very you know point. it's not yeah. to push away, but like I'm interested to see the dynamic. I mean, I'm, now it's two dollar beer night the day before the the, the first game in Louisville. <laughs> don't don't think I don't know that. Right, right. <laughs> and, and and I believe I, I want to say that I think Louisville, I think the bats, the baseball team, and Lou City have a game on the same night, opening night. I think I think that that yep. may be a thing. So. That's yeah, kind so of interesting. Get to the game early. Yep. Yeah, get to the game early and drink yep. everybody's beer. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I, I so, guess. Uh, I guess that um, if if uh, between now and the, the season start, what, what what's the next month look like for you as far as scheduling and stuff? Um, and and really, that's just when I get to you guys. I mean, you know, right, right. Week, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's, yeah, three games on the weekend, and it's for me over the next two months we've we've got olympic qualifying for concacaf which i'll call that's awesome uh that's... concacaf champions league so Man. i've called um the final for that the last three years for the world feed so that'll happen again this year i'm doing the big east tournament at, at madison square garden next week the mecca uh we've mm-hmm. yeah we've got three maybe games of the week between now and and the the 11th of, of april so awesome. doing those and then usl and nwsl and um, you know, it's it's full speed ahead. I mean, it's constant prep work, and I'm lucky I've got a fiance that, that supports that. Well, good um, for you, good for mm-hmm. her. And, and question for you: How much, how much NWSL are you doing? Uh, I'll do about twenty games this year, twenty nice. twenty five. That's outstanding. So yeah. that means that you'll have like a treasure trove of information for us when we ask you to come back later on. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. And uh, 
I'm interested to see, you know, I talked to John Hackworth about it at the end of last year because I was so excited to see, you know, the stadium and, and having another team and yeah. the League Two team you guys put in last year that, that starts this year. So really looking talking with to him about the yep. organizational philosophy of it, and he's just kind of going, you know, could we take some lumps year one? It's it's an expansion situation in a, in a league that's notoriously tough to compete in. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but in the grand scheme, he's like, you know, we aren't competing with, you know, with, with proof. We're here to, you know, right. foster each other together as a great soccer city. And, you know, he's excited to have that around. And so am I. I think Louisville as an NWSL market is going to blow people away. And I'm super excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, there's a strange guy by the name of Lance McGarvey hopped into our channel. <laughs> um, Hello, now, hey guys, uh, Lance. I, I don't, I don't know the reference here, but uh, he wants me to ask you how, you, how, how, how you let Howie beat him at, at <laughs> no. how Howie beat you in PKs or something? Oh no! Please, no. please, please expand on this. Yeah, so Tyler Terrence is the new Chicago Fire voice, which, you know, he's so deserving and he's worked so hard for that opportunity. So Tyler was the goalkeeper. Devin was the videographer. We did it for his uh, Three Honest Lads podcast, and I duffed it, folks. I, just, <laughs> I, I did not hit it well. I blew it. <laughs> did, did, Howie, did Howie talk so, a lot of trash? I don't think Howie's capable. Howie's of not capable of talking trash. When he smirks at you, you know. No, what's he's too much of a guy. But I mean, going Howie's back, too good. Going back to what you were saying about Orlando, I mean, uh, I've decided to make Orlando the team that I hate in everything because um, number one, I mean, they they dogged uh, you know James, and that was a stupid, 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 stupid mistake. I mean, I'm glad he's back here, yeah. But that was a horrible mistake from a franchise that is terribly run. And their women's team, they, they they put something out about something where I forget what it was, and I and I slagged them a little bit on a on a on a, on a tweet, and I said they something they said something about they were the something something. I said, well, yeah, so were you in ninth place because they came in last, and and <laughs> they didn't appreciate that too nope. much. But I've decided to really every not other like them. NWSL fan on Twitter appreciated that. Yeah, really. So, I'm, but uh, yeah, I, I guess you'll have all that information for us when the time comes. Uh, anything else you want to add about the season that we didn't ask you about yet? Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, it, it just feels like the the tier of teams that I feel can compete for a title has never been bigger. And yeah, for me, just... you know, game to game, that's so really exciting. exciting. I think Louisville, I think they're there again, folks. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to make the final. I mean, right. it, it's to do that this many times in a row is a, a pipe dream. And it's yeah. one that the culture and the, the level of the players is – made possible and, and James and, and John and everyone in the organization, but you know, they, they look real again. And, you know, from a selfish perspective, you know, I think our game of the week slate is really good this year. I cool. mean, you know, I, I, I'm just, you know, I've got 72 games all told through Dang, all, man. you know, That's a lot of soccer. all openings <laughs> between now and the end of April. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. And so it's, it's, I'm, I just, I want to dive in, man. It's so, time. It's uh, my off season's over. So you're going to have to work in a whole lot of words to a whole lot of broadcasts is what you're saying. There's really. so much word sneak. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of, lots of cough lozenges and lots of uh, mm-hmm. honey tea. Anybody else want to ask me so anything? So much tea. You uh, taking submissions yet for word sneak? Uh, not, oh man, I gotta get down to that, right? <laughs> yep. We're only two days from the game of the week. I know. 
Well, oh, we've kept you on here for 20 minutes. Mike, uh, Mike Watts, really appreciate you taking the time to join us here again. Hopefully we can reach out to you again by the end of the season. Hopefully we're in the playoffs here and uh, we can reach out to you and you can give us a little bit of an update on what you think is going to happen later on. Yeah, whenever you guys want me around and uh, damn Facebook, man. I'm, I'm glad we uh, glad we did connect, though. Absolutely, Mike. Uh, Mike Watts from ESPN. Michael, thank you so much, sir. Y'all be good. And we'll talk to you soon. See you later, man. Thanks, Mike. That was Mike Watts, ladies and gentlemen. What a great guy, right? Yeah, good to have on, man. Very you know, insightful. It's, it's, and, and, and you, I mean, he's in the middle of this whole deal. So it's to hear to – because hear, last year he had us – he thought we were – you know. When we were struggling a little bit, he was the guy that was like, "Don't you guys are fine, you know?" You know, and he really, uh, he really, uh, he really was was behind understanding everything that had to go around it. Can you imagine a sixth year, Keith, with it going to the final, the, I, or going to the conference final? Can you yeah, imagine? I mean, because we've been to the conference final. I mean, it's just old hat. You know, if you don't do that, it, you look back and you're like, it's, oh, was it unsuccessful? There, there's the question that I would say. What what do you consider, what makes a season successful great question. for this this club? For St. Louis, it's, you know, making the playoffs. For, mm-hmm. you know, Tulsa, it's, you know, having somebody show up. But it, it just really, it really depends. What, what do you, what do you, what do you, what say you? What do you think, man? Well, to me, you? I think... I mean, I'm trying to be realistic and kind of that level so about hard. this. I know, right? <laughs> I say win a playoff game. If we, can... I think that's a successful season. It's not the ideal season. It's not what we want, but you have succeeded as a team. If you can go to the playoffs, win a game. Let's talk to the future general manager of a team. What would be your your uh, expectations? I, I would. I I don't mind talking like ahead. Like like I I have I, last year. I was like eh. I'll be happy if they win a playoff game, yeah. but but I, I say that every year, right, and okay. and they seem yep. to like, you know, they they surpass any kind of expectations that we that it we was have. Such a transition year last year too, so yeah. I mean, I, I just you know halfway through the season, I'm like, eh, yeah, you know, they're looking. This is rough, and I'm like, I don't know, and I've just I've kind of learned to just. I'm like, man, they they can they can pull it off in a year. It's soccer. I mean, it's yeah. you it, you never know, and and somehow we've done it. For as long as we've done it, and and here we are, like I, you know, I I want to say, hey, you know, they win a playoff game, I'm happy, but I I don't know. I mean, w- would I be happy? I mean, I want to see them go. I, I think they can do it again. I mean, I mean I, yeah. winning a championship was awesome. That run that we had last year, through those three or four games, the insanity <laughs> of that, you know, winning eight to three, mm-hmm. and then. The comeback at Pittsburgh and then the comeback at Indy, which still gives me freaking goosebumps. They're, they're, you know, Pittsburgh and Indy are really going to come and, at us this oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both good teams. It's always going to come we're at the, us regardless. We're Pittsburgh's oh, home opener. Right. And I was going back to what we were talking about, the name Pittsburgh, Nashville, Louisville, Birmingham's no little town, mm-hmm. Memphis, you know, Tampa Bay. And you just go down the list. And then you go to the West, Phoenix, and, and San Diego, and Sacramento, and all these big old towns. This league is just—it's a great league, man. I, I when you talk about six years ago, you know, I don't want to knock any of the teams that were in that because it was—that's what it was, you know. But um, it's grown so much. It's just—it's—it's it's exciting. I, I don't—I'm I, looking forward to it a lot. So it's gonna be good, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm gonna put my glasses on before we give uh, this young man. We're calling what Mike Sparks. Mike Sparks. Okay, we're gonna discuss a little bit uh, about. Uh, the uh, Beach Balls and Bourbon joining the BGN, and you'll lead mm-hmm. that because 
Matt was the person that made that happen. So we're really, really happy about that. But let's have a little. Let's take a little break. I take a little break here. Yeah, I'd love, uh, I'd lo- sure. yeah. Okay, disguising uh, today. I, lo- I love your mystery breaks. Well, we don't mi- know what's about to happen. It's March fourth. <laughs> well, it's March sixth. No, I don't even know what day. It's March fourth. It's March. It's March something. I have some March things here. Uh, I was going to play some music, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. March. Uh, did you know? <laughs> it wasn't good. Now, for those of us that have ever went in marching, it was okay. March. It was. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> if you ever cut diss on somebody's music, man, there's an immediate argument going on. That's right I there. know. Really, yep. that's the truth. So anyway, March uh, is a is a fun month because March 4th, by the way, March 4th was National Marching Arts Day. So for anybody that was ever in marching band like I was and yes. did the drum corps thing for like going, well, I'm, I'm judging mm-hmm. this year again, so that makes it 38 years. Uh, so good for you. People don't realize the effort it takes to strap a drum on or put an instrument on and march around in hot weather. Uh, did, to let you know what I thought when you said marching arts. Okay. I was like, what are these people like wearing placards? You know, <laughs> well, sometimes they arts? do. I thought it was guys named Arthur. Sometimes they do. <laughs> yeah, arts. right. Yeah, the marching arts. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Where's the yellow? Give me your yellow card right now. Give I didn't me bring them. Give I'm me sorry. It. Give me it. Prote- oh my gosh. If I had a yellow, that's, that's terrible. You know, you know, daylight savings time starts on March thirteenth. I don't even know why we do that anymore. I, do you? Do we still? Why? I just wish we wouldn't go off. Of if you didn't, it would be just pure chaos. It would be pure chaos. And then uh, we have uh, the vernal equinoxes in March. You know what the vernal equinox is? Uh, can I guess? Sure, I do. Is that you remember Vern from all the uh, the, the the old movies? Jim Thanks. Varney. Thanks for this. Go ahead. Is, is that- <laughs> You talking J- Jim Varney's Ernest movies? Yeah. Okay. Is it like Ernest hey, saves March? Yeah. Yeah, that's close. No. Vernal uh, means spring. Equinox means the day and night are equal length. Thank you. That's very good. That's exactly right. Vernal equinox means that the day is the equal length, night and day. Um, and here's something that's cool. Like Back a few days ago, uh, Scott Kelly, an astronaut, he just returned from space after one full year setting a record for the longest uninterrupted trip to space. Can you imagine being alone in a spacecraft for a he was year? Solo? He was solo? Was he not a, on the station? Well, he was on, station? But here's the thing. He was on the station. Yeah, but here's the whole thing. You're monitored 24-7. Mm-hmm. If I was monitored 24-7 for a whole year alone... You couldn't come back. I couldn't come back. <laughs> I knew an astronaut, and they give you some uh, alone time. Okay. okay, well... Is he right. related to Jim Kelly, who never won a Super Bowl with the Buffalo Bills? That's the, Jim, you, Would he you can't... I can't <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about Jim Kelly, Ben. I love Jim. <laughs> Jim Kelly is one of my favorite athletes ever. Okay. That's just mean. You're so mean, Derek. Derek's mean. He is. Birthday's in March. You ready? Justin Bieber. He was okay. born in March. March 1st. Canadian treasure he is. He's John married. Bon Jovi. He's married now. I, he's married. Yeah, he got married. He's a Canadian wow. treasure. He's I thought he got married. married and unmarried very rapidly about two years ago. Well, is he, is a, I think he sounds like I heard he him talking like about his wife on the radio the other day. Really? I, I don't. I don't. I just saw Justin Bieber. I thought the Biebs would be kind of cool to talk about. John Bon Jovi, the second New Jersey guy. Mm-hmm. Did you know Michelangelo was born? You know Michelangelo, the Ninja right? Turtle. The tur- no. Yeah, the turtle or the artist? No, the artist. The person yeah. that, that paints things, not the bit, person that makes money off of interesting children. Interesting bit of information. Yes, please. Yeah. Michelangelo did not lay on a scaffold on his back and paint the Sistine Channel, oh. Chapel in fresco. Really? He stood like such. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, I'm okay. not kidding. I'm with I you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And the reason they know that is, well, the reason I know that uh-huh. is my daughter is a graphics art major. 
and one of the one of the two fresco painters that is still very good and teaches it is at WKU. No kidding. And they found some of his writings. He drew a picture of himself as really. Yes. Wow, that's pretty awesome. That is well. There you go, man. How we're, about we're learning a lot of stuff you tonight? Want, yeah. right, guess whose birthday was on the eleventh? This is good. he played his last professional game here. Did he or Drogba? Oh. So Drogba's is birthday he, and is he forty this year? Another 41? bit of trivia there. The only championship game he ever lost. No kidding. That he played in. I didn't know that. Yeah, he won every championship game he ever played. So in the prior only to that. championship wow. game that he ever lost was in Louisville. To Louisville. Tough shit. Okay, what, moving on. <laughs> what birthday is? Is it like his sixtieth or something? Um, I don't. I, I don't. Know. It's like his sixtieth birthday. Einstein was born on the fourteenth. Okay. Okay. So that's all right. So here's a couple names. You guys may have. You two are going to have to help me with these. Some guy by the name of Steve Borden. Do you know who that is? Lizzie Borden's uh, brother? Close. Oh. No, he's the professional wrestler Sting. There you go. Thank you. Sting was born on the 20th. I, after whom I patterned my face paint. So, uh, and some other guy by the name of Mark Calloway. That's Baker. The Undertaker. Dude. The Undertaker was yeah. born on the 24th. Lucy Lawless was born in March. Lucy Lawless was Xena. Yep. Oh man, yeah, man, and or then on Charlie's Angel, or Charlie's, yeah, she was on, yeah, she was in the movie, right? Oh, and she's uh, Watson or whatever, and she's in, yeah, right. This, what is that? Sherlock know. Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, right? But she was also in one of my favorite series ever. She played someone called Lucretia in a series called Spartacus. That sounds like something you rub on your nuts. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> There's a lot of nut rubbing in this in this series. Spartacus, it's on. It it, it was it was made about seven years ago, eight years ago. It is unbelievably good. And it's, Lucretia. I'm telling you, Lucretia. Eric Clapton was born on the 30th for all the guitar players out there. And then last but not least, his 76th birthday on March 31st, Christopher Walken. Okay. More hey, cowbell. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard uh, the Foo Fighters do their Christopher Walken thing? No. I need to, he, though. He's, he came, and Dave Grohl does this imitation of him. He says... Uh, Christopher Walken says, so where's the emphasis? Is it Foo <laughs> Fighters or Foo Fighters? That's good. That's good. That's so, good. So good. Dave Grohl told him to do Foo Fighters. So he came out and he does that. He goes it on stage. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. <laughs> That's tremendous. I oh, love Christopher I'm not surprised I, with that, man. Christopher Walken I. is one of the most underrated actors ever. The Deer Hunter. Man, I'm telling you, if you've never seen The Deer Hunter, it, De Niro's in that too. Don't for, don't don't forget about Joe Dirt. Oh, the, 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 well, naturally, <laughs> it's Deer Tang. Compared to he's just Dang. So anyway, we also today was a big day. Today was a day that uh, the uh, Martian rover got a name. It did. They named rover? it Rover. Martian Rover is now called, which makes sense. It's called Perseverance. Because it's been on Spirit Mars. Yeah, it was supposed to crap okay. out years ago. Yeah, exactly. It? Nine years. The Nine alien, years the, it's been fun. The aliens keep it running for us. Some of the other names They're that so was... Nice. That yeah. is very nice of them. Those little green bastards. Uh-huh. And then the uh, some of the other names was clarity, courage, endurance, fortitude, ingenuity, promise, tenacity, and vision, which all, sound like, which all sounds like future <laughs> NWSL franchise names. I don't it really does, they, yeah. <laughs> I had they would some, not want me that I had, I had some names that I wanted to call it myself. I figured I'd share them. Dingleberry. Okay. Lonely. <laughs> Tool. Tool. Yeah. Unbathed. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Rusty McDusty? I like that one. I like that. I dig that one. Anyone yep. got a blanket? It's, <laughs> it's Mars. How with wheels? Who gets that reference? Does anybody get that? How? Dude, thank you. I knew yeah. you would get that. Yes. How with wheels? Or um, how about uh, my, my Uncle Luigi had this one? Oh, analyze this. 
And then my per oh, got <laughs> He also said polish my handle, but I shouldn't say that on this show. I got your rover right here. And yet <laughs> exactly, you did. I got your rover. And then my favorite was bored as balls. So mm -hmm. th those are the those yeah. what I think that they should have been called. Um, anyway. <laughs> hey, look. What can I tell you? Yeah. We're trying to entertain you a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, um, Keith, thank you once again. We're going to keep you on here, and if you want to hang out, you're more than welcome to. So I'm going to let Matt take over here because Matt was kind enough to set up uh, a little something for all of us, and he will uh, expand on it while he's uh, busy trying to call somebody. Flailing away at my phone, I will try to use words At as least well. it's your phone. Uh, they will be words, <laughs> but what they communicate will probably not be much. So Go ahead, thanks man. for putting me on the spot like that. Absolutely. Well, hey, pressure's on, brother. <laughs> no. Um, like I said earlier, we did join the uh, Beautiful Game Network at the uh, invitation on Twitter of Mike Sparks. He is uh, part of, uh, among other things, uh, Mongols from Pittsburgh. And let's give him a call and get him in here. Hey, can you explain what the uh, Beautiful Game Network is yeah, was, for the uninformed? I'm going to let Mike do that. Oh, perfect. There you go. So Mike's going to talk about the... Uh-oh. Uh yeah. Mike, you there with us? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Uh, yes, we can sir. hear you just fine, yeah. Awesome. You know who else was born in March? Who else was born? Two thumbs pointed this guy. Nice. Well, happy nice. birthday sometime around now. Thank As you. was my Appreciate sister, it. like anybody cares. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. If I didn't know you better. <laughs> I got so many jokes. Yep. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> thanks, Joe. All right. <laughs> that puts a pause on it. Oh, uh, yeah. So thanks for joining us, Mike. Um, I guess you've gotten kind of a sense of the show now. We're not so much about technical <laughs> analysis or being personally aware of what's going on at any given time. It's uh, a little more commun community focused. We like to get to know the people behind the game on this show. So with that in mind, I'd kind of like to get a little bit about you. Um, we know that, uh, let's see, you've, you've been involved with the Mongols podcast. Um, are you from Pittsburgh originally? I am, yes. Born and raised in Pittsburgh. Nice. Yeah. And um, let's see, didn't... And then can you give us kind of an idea of how you came to get involved in soccer? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think like most people, I, I started at a very young age. I played, you know, as a kid in-house, did some travel, things like that, played throughout high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, you know, once I became an adult, uh, you know, started watching soccer here and there. Um, you know, I have three young boys, so they all play and so got heavily involved coaching them and involved in their uh, you know, youth soccer associations, um, things like that. And, uh, and then really, you know, started following the, the local team here in Pittsburgh, which is the Riverhounds, as you guys know, and the whole, the whole Mongols thing and the whole beautiful game network <laughs> thing got started, um, from, uh, basically my brother and I, we're, we're like eight years apart mm -hmm. and, uh, he lives in Tennessee and we used to be really close. We're still really close, but we just didn't talk very frequently. And so we ended up going to a Hounds game, and we sat up in the in the one section, and there were a bunch of older guys up there with us, and we found ourselves just sort of commentating on the game as it was going on the whole time and just having a blast doing it. Mm -hmm. And we said, hey, you know, we should we should just try doing a show where we were forced to talk to each other every week. And even if nobody listens to it, then, you know, we'll still have fun doing it. And uh, And really, that's where it started. That was five years ago. Um, that we started doing the Mongols podcast, and it since has grown substantially. You know, we now have a team of six people that are all working with us and producing great content. And that and BGN just sort of snowballed from that initial idea of, hey, let's just do something, even if nobody <laughs> listens to it. So it's okay. pretty cool. 
Um, so can you kind of give everybody an idea what is the big idea behind BGN? Sure. So, you know, the initial idea behind BGN was just, hey, we created this podcast and creating podcasts is kind of tricky. So if there's anybody who wants help doing that, we're happy to help. Like we're happy to pass along what we've learned. And really, that's how it started. We had a couple of friends that we had had on the show from other towns and they said, hey, we'd really like to get started creating our own podcast. Would you be able to help us out? And we said, yeah, sure. You know, we've already sort of laid the groundwork. So let's just do it. Um, but really, the, the big idea is that there's so many of us out there. I mean, you guys know how many shows just in Louisville mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. where we're, we're all trying to do our own thing and we're producing really great content you know, from the fans, by the fans, um, getting awesome interviews from players and coaches and staff members and things like that. And, uh, and oftentimes it almost feels like you're on an island trying to do it yourself. But really, there's hundreds of us all over the country that are all doing it together. And, uh, and really, it just it started off as like three or four shows and then like, you know, now we're at the point where we have, I think a hundred and some contributors to BGN where it's podcasters, writers, and everybody just sort of hanging out and sharing ideas and um, sharing connections and talking about players and dropping news. And it's, it went from just being USL to, you know, now we have a huge contingent of USL league one people that are covering things. We have MLS. We have a few mm-hmm. people. Uh, um, we have uh, a couple of people covering NPSL. We have a couple of people covering the Premier League. So really, it just—it's it, been—it's it, been crazy. Like I, I can't—I can't really wrap my head around everything that's become. But it's—I think for that reason, it's been fantastic because it's grown beyond just myself. I—I mm-hmm. I, I never want to be sort of the, the the bottleneck in this, and I'm glad that I've been able to sort of step back and not be, and just sort of everyone else is bringing ideas and doing things, and and it's organically just exploding, which is just awesome. Yeah, it is. And I mean, one thing that struck me about well, two things actually. First of all, uh, I saw you had sent out that invitation just if anybody any podcasters were interested, and I looked through my library and I just kept seeing on just about every podcast soccer podcast I listened to that little BGN logo. I was like. Wow, I listen to most of these. I mean, of course, uh, of course, Mongols, the USL show, uh, the Nashville one that I just drew a blank on the name of. Speedway uh, soccer. Speedway yeah. soccer. Thank you. Unused subs in Tampa. Mm. Tons of them. Yeah, it, and it's it. Like I said, I think the the biggest advantage of being part of the network is the easy access to all of the amazing people that put together those shows. So, you know, I don't consider what we do, especially on Mongols to be anything amazing, but you know, I look at some of the stuff that like, you know, Ben Wright out of Nashville is doing on a weekly basis, especially last season, he was pumping out tons of stats Mm -hmm. and projections all season long. Um, You know, obviously, you know, you guys are doing amazing stuff out of Louisville, the, the unused subs guys out of Tampa. And it's just, it seems like every time there's a new team that comes in, um, you know, there's somebody, there's some fan out there that reaches out and says, Hey, you know, either I already have a show and I'd like to be part of it, or I don't know how to get started, but I have something to say and I'd really like to say it. And so, you know, we can help them get started and just say, okay, this is exactly how we set it up. You just record your audio. We'll take care of the rest. And it's, it's giving people that platform to have that conversation. I think that's the biggest thing is the conversation is so important and I think that, you know, you guys know, you, you guys talk to a ton of, you just had Mike Watts on for crying out loud. Um, you guys talk to a ton of different people, but like the number of people that we've talked to in different front offices, um, in different academies and things like that, 
what we're doing is is so heavily appreciated, I think, across the board, even though you may not always hear that. But it does make an impact and it does help grow the game. So, you know, even though we're just getting together and hanging out and having a good time chatting, um, it's a very valuable resource, I think, for everybody involved. So, yeah, we, we, we just enjoy doing it. And, and I'm glad to see that it is such a valuable resource to everybody. Hey, Mike, it's, this is Joe here. And thanks for joining us. Uh, a couple questions for you. Um, sure. Do you see a lot of people reaching and branching out into doing the video thing or live streams? Or do you see more people still trying to do the sort of traditional record it and, and then drop it the next day type deal? To be honest, I think that the the video thing is sort of that next frontier that a lot of people are they want to do, but I think they're We're nervous pioneers, about guys. Doing. We're pioneers. I, I no, I mean, <laughs> legitimately, legitimately, you guys are because I think that a lot of people are like, well, if I'm going to do the video thing, I need like a studio or I need to, um, you know, at least have. They uh, really don't. Well, I, I mean, all you, you need know, is my dining it. room. I mean, scarves hanging up, and and you just sort of hang out, and it's you know, it's all good. Um, no, we, we've been having discussions at Mongols about doing, trying to do some more video stuff. I, I think one of the things that we're going to be doing at BGN is trying to help everybody understand what they can do on a technical level. So, you know, mm-hmm. you guys are obviously four that you're all in one place. So you sort of set up a yeah. camera and you guys got, you guys can stream it. We have a lot of shows where you have hosts that are in different locations all over the country, which is cool because everybody brings a different perspective, but filming something like that gets a little bit tricky. Yeah. No there doubt. are ways to do it. It's just a matter of once we sort of crack that nut, we can then right. share that with the entire network, and I think you'll see sort and of an explosion. Mm-hmm. That's where that. the next thing leads. For, is for me, it's more about the it's more about the technical end of it. I mean, right. there's a lot of us, you know, a lot of us have a lot of passion supporting our teams, and a lot of us have, you know, um, I think the, the idea of, of of asking questions and the formats are pretty easy. It's more about like for us when we were talking about this, like I, you know, buy a new camera, who buys the lights, who does this, who does that. It's a daunting thing. Like we recently had someone, Robin Pryor, she's helped, you know, we've had her on a couple of times who just started her own podcast. And she basically just said, I want to have a podcast. And she She was very, she was very, um, I don't want to say she, she wasn't, um, inhibited, but you know, the biggest thing is taking that first step and getting Mm -hmm. the gear. Is there a repository? She joined BGN by the way. And and she she did did join. Okay. And the whole idea is uh, like for me personally, one of the things I would look for as a member of this now is a repository of information and data relating to the, the, the architecture of the shows more yes. so than the, you know, is that something that you see developing? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. For sure. We, I mean, we, we have documentation in place already that we've shared, you know, to anybody who wants it, where we talk about, okay, just from a recording standpoint, you know, what, what are the basics of recording a podcast? You know, what sort of things would we recommend that you get? What sort of things do we recommend you don't need right away, but if you really want it, you could do it. Um, and, uh, and you know, how do you go about recording guests? Like what, what, platforms. I mean, you guys know using Facebook Messenger, you oh. can use Skype. Uh, mm-hmm. For a while, people were using Hangouts. But just having yeah. that all in one place where you could, where somebody who has no idea what they're doing could look at this and go, okay, I got it. And, and you know, even things like having guests call in to you, um, communicating that out. And then I think once people have that and they feel confident, what I don't want to do is I don't want to tell people how to do their show. I think, sure. every, I think podcasting, podcasting is something that has has exploded in and of itself. And I think a lot of people listen to shows and they get a sense of what it is they'd like their show to be. So 
if they want feedback, we're happy to give them feedback and say, hey, you know, we really like this piece. You know, maybe you want to spend a little more time on this piece. But for the most part, we want people's shows to be reflective of who they are and the communities that they come from um, so that, you know, it is something that that connects directly with the supporters groups in their areas or local businesses in their areas or the team in and of itself. Um, so, but yes, that again, that knowledge base of, you know, the hundred plus people that are involved um, is definitely something that we try to tap into and share with as many people as okay. we can. And then one thing I would, I would ask um, is, I'm more than happy and I think everybody would be okay with this is eventually making a member of another podcast that is part of the network, a regular guest, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. is bringing somebody on every for 15 minutes, every show uh, and say, this is the so-and-so from so-and-so. Hopefully we can get something like that going. And as a suggestion, I would tell anybody um, before I pass it back over to Matt, I would say doing shows that are outside the soccer thing. I mean, there's, there's, I think having fun with the people <clears throat> that you do these shows with and watch completely outside of that comfort zone. I think, you know, doing a show about whatever, it doesn't even matter. That would be my suggestion. Cause that's one of the things I'm looking forward to doing is doing shows oh, that, that have that, literally yeah. nothing to do with soccer, but bringing the audience in that's part of watching it and just having fun with them. What do you think? Oh, uh, no, 100% for sure. We, I think something that sort of blew our mind a little bit was um, this year with Mongols, we, like I said, we're going into our fifth season. One of the things that we started doing is um, we have exclusive content for our Patreon followers. And so we started just doing our regular Mongol show. And then as soon as we're done recording, we basically keep the mics going and we record an after show. Right, right. And for a while we were toying with, okay, well, what do we talk about on the after show? Is it like stuff that we can't talk about on the main show because maybe it's not fully public info or what? And the feedback that we got from our Patreon followers, they were like, no, we want to know like what you had for dinner, what movies right, you're right, watching. Exactly. It's completely mm -hmm. random stuff, which we were like, really? But people like it and we enjoy talking about it. So we've, and we've it's easy. Right. It is. It is I easy. had a burrito. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> Hot dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. And and honestly, the 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 bit about having other um, show, other people from other shows on your show, that was one of the big things that we tried to do, especially early on, was, look, um, anytime that we do, you know, you guys know, you're going into a game against the Hounds. Like, it, it's very easy, you know, for me to sit there and read off stats about Louisville. Sure, that's but just... Who's going to know Louisville better than, you know, obviously we're going to know better? It's exactly. you guys. Mm -hmm. So it would be much better just to have you on the show and say, hey, tell us what we should expect about Louisville. And so, um, yeah, we've done a number of... We've encouraged everybody to do it, but there have been a number of crossover shows that have been more intentional where sometimes we'll even just record one audio and we'll put it on both streams. And that way it saves, you know, if it saves both teams from, you know, either side from having to do their own stream if they don't want to. But it again, it's it's expanding that conversation and getting people more valuable information that they can actually take into the game and go, oh, yeah, I heard yeah. somebody say that. Excellent. That's that's really cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So you talked about uh, you started uh, Mongols in what twenty fifteen? You said, uh, yeah, yeah, five years ago. Yeah, that was actually the year Louisville joined the league. Um, I've got to say, Pittsburgh is one of those teams that, in just in the time I've been watching, has just jumped ahead leaps and bounds from where they were. Like in twenty seventeen was the first time I came up for there for the game. We played Tartan Devils on Wednesday, and then Pittsburgh Riverhounds on Saturday. So. 
just came up, made a weekend of it. And it's such a beautiful stadium, had such a good time, but the team was still, it felt like trying to make that transition up to the Division Two environment. Can you kind of compare that to where it is now once Lily came in and what that was like going through as a supporter of the team? Lily Ball. Lily Ball. Oh, it's, uh, you know, Lily Ball, it's, it's a thing, man. Um, honestly, it's, you know, I was listening to the USL show uh, the other week and they were doing predictions. And at the time that they released the show, I think the Hounds had... 14 players signed to their roster. I mean, this was like last week, right. uh, but they still rank the Hounds as one of the top teams in the East because of Bob Lilly. As like, they yeah. and, and so, honestly, as a fan, it's been crazy because the first year that we started doing this heavily, um, it was uh, it was a down year after the year before that. And the Hounds sort of, I mean, they got rid of a manager. They brought in a new manager. That manager lasted about a year and a half. So anytime you have a new manager, you have that trans. I mean, you guys went through that. You have sort of that transition. Um, so it's been rough. I mean, last year was definitely the best year for us as fans since I've been doing this. Um, but you're right. I mean, I think that the expectations for soccer fans in Pittsburgh are extremely high. We want to see this team succeed, but we're also in a city where literally within walking distance, you have the Steelers, you have the Penguins and you have the Pirates, which makes it tough. Um, But I think that the ownership group, I mean, they've been extremely open and they share all sorts of information with us about sort of their plans and what they want to do moving forward. And I think that they're being extremely intelligent about the way that they grow. We see a lot of these teams that go out and they immediately build 10,000, 15,000 seat stadiums and then not sure if they can actually fill it. And oh, I think yeah. at this point, the house are at five. Um, they're looking to expand to seven and a half. There's a plan to go to 10, it sounds like. Um, but it's doing it in- incrementally. You Hallmark, never want to have right? a stadium. Yeah, you, you never want to have a stadium. That's, Highmark, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm, Highmark Stadium. The, the view in that stadium is absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. Breathtaking. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And and that's the trick is you want to grow, but you also don't want to lose that view. So how do we, you know, make that happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, honestly, look, we're as fans, I think we often are looking at different models for ways that we think that teams that are doing it right. And uh, and for a while, um, you know, I think we were pointing at we we're pointing at Red Bulls, too, for a while, which feels weird because it's a two team. Um, but in terms of sort of how they were developing talent and working their way up and all of that. But honestly, I mean, look, you know, hats off to you guys. When, when we take the field against you guys, it's like nothing but hatred. But you guys are fantastic fans and, you know, tailgating together is great. And that stadium looks absolutely gorgeous. So, like, I think that you guys have, like, set the bar, especially in the <laughs> East, most likely for the whole league. Um, I, that's that's where everyone wants to be. So I think especially with all of your consistent, we've been talking about this for a while on the show. It's like we oh, yeah. can't consider ourselves a top team until we knock you guys out. And so, you know, my fear is that you guys coming oh, in for our home opener. I thought for sure you done well. it last year. I thought you'd done it last year. And I, I was teasing you a little bit before, but, but I'm, I have nothing but respect for the team. Yeah. Nothing but respect for the supporters there. I, I mean, it's because of what you just mentioned. I mean, you have three Division One teams up there. And yeah. to have, you know, trying to build the soccer culture, you have a bigger, you have a bigger hurdle than we do. Cause what do we have as far as division one? Uh, nothing, nothing, you know? So, you know, we got so, UofL and UK basketball, which yeah. I'm surprised. They well, with the way they're paid, yet. it's, it's like, division. <laughs> yeah, <one. laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Yep. But, uh, I, I guess, uh, it's about 854. So, yep. PM. okay. Well, I guess we've, uh, just a couple other things. Um, I know the game here is on a Wednesday. Uh, do you know if is there any chance are you or anybody else going to be making it down? You think? 
It sounds like there could be an unofficial bus trip, but nice. you didn't hear that. Nice. nice. So, okay. yeah. So I we'll see. Wait. It'll be fun. And, uh, of course, if you're going to be at the opener, I'll be happy to share some, some bourbon with you. I always like to bring some up. Awesome, man. No, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I will definitely keep an eye out for you guys for sure. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, so, into the uh, segment, anything you want to talk about, bring up, pitch, plug, yell about, whatever. No, I, no listen... I appreciate you guys, you know, doing what you do and, you know, being a leader here on the whole video side of things so that we can pick your brain about how that's going. Um, but uh, honestly, we no, just don't love, worry about we, we're, we're really kind of dumb. I mean, don't <laughs> trust me when I tell you we're not very we're not very intelligent. We are. We are photogenic, though. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I definitely. I, I To the blind. I, I do have something that I'd like to add well, that I, I could I, listen, I could suggest I for you guys. Yeah, the, uh, the humbleness and uh, and I appreciate the conversation. Um, and and like I said, I think that's that's what it's all about. Is it's just getting fans together and talking about the things that they love. So you know, we're we're definitely looking forward to having you guys on Mongols anytime that we play Louisville yeah, and Thank vice you. versa. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to a great season. And uh, we're thrilled that you guys have joined us along with uh, Robin. Um, I think this is just going to be a whole lot of fun. And, uh, and we just can't wait to get started. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if you guys haven't tapped into Twitch at all, they're, um, they have stream groups on Twitch. And it would not harm you to start a Twitch group because you can, you can have multiple, right. multiple uh, uh, you know, streams on the same group. Mm-hmm. So you okay, can start a BGN a group. Yeah. And you could tie in all of those things. I, just a suggestion. If we stream at different times, we can even host each other. Sure, exactly. Sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that would be. That'd... I can set that up to auto host. Actually, it's nice. real easy. Well, man, really appreciate you coming on, and, and thank you for your thoughts. And uh, hopefully, we can uh, hopefully we can hook up when you come down here. For sure, man. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Yep. Thank you, Mike. Take have a good one. Thank you, Mike. All right. Bye. Bye. I have an, I have an announcement. Mike Sparks. Very, very important announcement. Go do it. Do it. Lincoln Davis. Uh oh. It is time for bed, sir. That's all that matters. <laughs> Go to bed. Well, Schmidt, you so there's prepare a yourself for the bed, child. There's a there's a lot of opportunity there, so there really yeah, is. There is. And I'm really excited about being part of it too. Yeah. So Matt, thank you so much for setting that up. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns into. So um, I want to get back a little bit uh, to some of the local stuff. I got a couple things I wanted to ask you about. Okay. Um, there is. Uh, I, the leagues themselves for kids that they play in. I haven't, I haven't asked anybody about this yet. You're talking about in reference to the, the select leagues that we have. Yes. Down. Um, is it how, how, how coordinated disjunct? Is it so, is it good? Is it, I don't want to put you on the spot. I'm not, I'm not, I feel funny asking you it that way. Right. Um, what can we do? Well, to, the club I coach for is terrible. Okay. No, I'm, <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. So d- d- first question is, is what do you think, the supporter community or anything could do to help bring that a little bit up more. I mean, what am I asking that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that it is problematic that I think is going to be rectified quite a bit. One of the things that was problematic for years is that the soccer talent pool in Louisville was so spread out over so many yeah. different clubs. Yeah. So you had KFJ, Javanon, Oldham County, United, Ohio elite, um, and there's other I'm sure I'm forgetting. Sure. So if you've got a, a pool of X number of U12 players, they go where their friends are. Then one kid yeah. leaves and goes there, and then the other kid goes, and then it's it's just incestuous. It's all oh that sounds terrible. No, no, no. Yeah, I, 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 I uh, understand exactly. What it's you mean. just all just spread around, and the pot <laughs> is just sure, shared. Sure. What I think 
is going to happen, and it's begun a little bit, is I think with the academy that Louisville City's putting together, what those kids are going to want to do is like at the U12 kids. I know they're the U17 right now, or the U23s. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. um, once those kids start getting into that pipeline, it's like, well, I'm going to go to Louisville City because it's Louisville City. Right. I'm yeah. not going to go because my friend is playing at uh, you know KFGA. Mm-hmm. I'm not going there. I- I'm going where the best coaching and talent and all that stuff's going to be yeah. right. and get developed because you know every mm-hmm. kid at 12, 13 years old is looking going, man, I cannot wait to play yep. in the pros. Sure. You know. Sure. Sure. And I think that that's. That's something that Louisville City is going to be, I think, really spearheading. And Mario, who who's came he's back just a from, wonderful guy. He is. Mario Sanchez is just a nice and, dude. Okay, so also I was out at uh, Worley. I play every Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. We were there and finished up. And Louisville City's that U twenty three team came in right before they were going down to Florida. Okay. Not only was Mario out there, not guy named Simon Bird has got tons of playing and coaching mm-hmm. experience was out mm-hmm. there. Uh, Tabani Sutu shows up. I love him. I've heard he was back. He's yeah. got to be a on the show. Guy. We've got to get him on the and, show. Uh, yeah. And uh, James O'Connor. Mm-hmm. James O'Connor. The two of them, I sat out there and talked to him for 35 or 40 minutes talking about the players and God all this bless. other stuff. And it's, I mean, think about the director of your entire system is out there on a Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock at, and it's, you know, 18 degrees outside. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, you know, but, that's the kind of thing that the kids are going to look at, and it's going to be beautiful. And here's the other thing, though, and, and there's nothing wrong with having that that pinnacle that you want to achieve and aspire to for a young kid. At the same time, there's still a level of autonomy that needs to be maintained among the youth programs. You know what I'm saying? Because here's my concern, and it could be a stupid concern, is that all right? We've got all these, you know, Louisville City, Louisville City is here, and we want all our kids to feed. And I want all the kids to feed in there. I'm not trying to, the last thing I want to do is knock it. I'm not. But you could turn in, you could turn into the kind of thing where, I'm using a number here, there's 10 teams. Well, you know, all the kids from this team always end up going up to Louisville City, so let's go play for that team. And all the kids from this team, you know, they get more attention. So all of a sudden, you don't have 10 teams anymore. Now you got six. You well, know what I'm saying? So, I, well, I, I will. Does that I make see sense? your point. Yeah, saying okay, we were so spread out, and you got all this this talent right. pool was so diluted, right, right. right. That now it's going to be like, oh, we're just going to go to the one. That I don't know that that's going to happen. Okay. I think okay. what will happen is some of these teams that shouldn't be teams. Like okay. I have coached at places where they've created an extra team where they've got. You've got four kids, five kids that are of the caliber that should be. Then sure. you've got four or five that are just on the borderline and then you got four or five that I don't know why you're on this team. We just need bodies. Right. So right. I think it is going to start to, there's going to be some uh, attrition of some of those teams. Okay. But I think that what Louisville city is going to do is they're not going to go, okay, Hey, from this team, we're pulling players. Right. They're going to go out and they're just going to scout and see kids that they want sure. on the team. Sure. And it, it's really not going to make any difference where they're okay. playing. Cause you see that with, with, with high school sports. And I'm, and the reason I'm saying this is cause I have no idea. I'm, I'm not saying that it is or it isn't. It turns into the kind of thing where there's three programs that everybody wants to pull from. And now I, I, I grew up in a town that was a public school. And, for example, if we had football talent, if there was a kid that was a football player, they weren't going to play in Kearney because the team just wasn't that good. Academy steals them and that's that. No, I just don't want to see – I don't want to see youth teams disappear simply because kids are, are congregating thinking that that's the best conduit to move up. Because there's still a, a foundation. Well, the other and thing if too, and if I'm wrong, I, you know what I'm saying. I mean, that, is that a? Stu- I mean, if it's a, a stupid concern, that's fine too. 
I, I no, I, I don't. You know, it's something to put think about. And right. if you see some sort of uh, it, things going in that direction, I could see you know maybe raising a flag. But right. there's not only is there the the select side of things, but the club side travel, whatever you want to call it. There's also the rec side, like the Sawyer Youth Soccer Association, JSA Youth Soccer Association. Okay. And do you play JSA? No, oh, okay. And I played in Sawyer. I mean, even there's even the why. You know, it's yeah. not the greatest yeah. coaching in the world. It's just, yeah, Lincoln's going to play at Sawyer. The kids love the game, yeah. and it's it, there's an outlet for somebody everywhere, somewhere, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. regardless of the level. Right. I don't, I don't see, I don't see teams disappearing so much as it, it, it's, it, it's our our issue is trying to keep kids in it after they hit a certain age. Gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. So it's like, what is it, sixteen when they start to go poof, like they. Well, what happens is. When again coming up, it was in the fall you played soccer. At least I did. I played soccer. I swam in the winter to say in shape for soccer. Mm-hmm. You look like a swimmer. In the summer, mm-hmm. I would sometimes I'd play baseball. I'm a floater. Let's say next pool is pretty nice, <laughs> so it's a good opportunity to swim. They didn't have a pool at the time. They didn't. Oh. No. And my year was the last year they did not oh, win no. the state championship. By the way, I've got like Lincoln. I like. I, so he's going to play spring soccer, fall soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to put him in all the camps this year. This is the first year that I'm really going all out. Yeah. So I'm going to put him in all the camps. Louisville City's got their camps. He's going to go to those. Um, I'm going to, like, next year I'll probably put him in club ball. Um, but, it, like, I've, he's running cross country. So I'm nice. like, I'm like, perfect, that's dude. That's great. Yeah. yeah, that's going to prep you. So yeah, yeah. he... Uh, different different fitness, though. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But he's... Um, you know, we're working on his timing and stuff like that. Right. And, and you got, you know, I, I feel like that's why I like to indoor so much because you, you get all the fundamentals and one stuff. Of, in indoor, one of the but. very best, and you get tons of touches on the ball. Futsal mm-hmm. is something that's great. You can talk to Charlie Trauber. He's, he runs an entire football futsal league, and there's another guy. Um, Rob Illiff. Yeah. yeah. I, is it Illiff or Iliff? I always say Illiff. I oh, okay. I think okay. he just accepts it. His name it. just popped out of my head <laughs> yeah. there. But, yeah, I've known both those guys for a pretty good amount of time. and. You know, that's a great way to get tons of touches on the ball. And the thing that I cannot stress enough for some of these kids is watch the game. Either Louisville City or, you know, watch the Bundesliga. That's my favorite league. Or the EPL. And and watch it with purpose. You know, if you go watch it just for entertainment purposes, that's wonderful. But if you want to become a better player, find the player you play. Find the position you are. And what are you doing and what is that guy doing and why? Think about why is he doing that. You know, a lot of those kind of things. I'll tell you who's like that. I mean, it's hard to watch it. It's been years too. France, you want to talk about the kids that players that know where they're supposed to be, how they're supposed to be, and why. I have not watched on. Oh, any it's been French. years. It's I'm going back now. Man, it's not that long actually. Six, but it's it, it, um, the, they're it, it's unbelievable. There's the, there's a mixture of artistry and and math that goes on there. That's just it's perfect. I think I think it's just that I'm a, you know I'm an Everton fan. Damn me. <laughs> Speaking of, let's move on a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about Tim Howard playing in Memphis. I love Tim Howard. I hope his bones stay healthy. Mm-hmm. 41-year-old, yeah. I think, or 40-year-old Tim Howard playing. Yeah, and how do you feel about like that, a manager as, as a keeper. As a keeper, how do you feel about 40-year-old? I have no issues with it at all. Pat Jennings mm-hmm. played in the World Cup for Northern Ireland in 86. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I mean, goalkeepers hit their prime in the mid thirties. Yeah, here, yeah, they definitely hit you know, it later than others. That's um, true. It's just if you start losing that fast twitch muscle esque type stuff, which I I did notice as I stopped playing goalkeeper because my head is going go and my <laughs> I'm like, like and I'm you. watching the ball and my go eyes for, are following it, but the rest of me is going, going go for what a donut. I'm, <laughs> 
I'm moving. No, I'm not. Yes, go. So I I tried it, but I was not very good at it. It's it's. I grew up. I I played striker my entire life. And then after I ruptured my Achilles, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna hop in the goal and see if I can do that. It's and just, it's, it's a different animal. Man. It's just that I've been busting MLS on, and I, I look, I, am I have not an MLS. I'm not an MLS fan. I'm not, and I doubt if they're in a current format ever will be. But I still respect that. Hey, there's fans, right? I don't want to dog their fans. It's not fair. No. You know, if they, if there's a person that enjoys and loves an MLS team, enjoy an MLS yeah. that team. Because MLS teams go into their communities. How can I sit here and talk about being crappy when Uh you look at Red Bull's Academy and what they've accomplished? It's amazing. They have a great, great academy. Or you look at um, LAFC recently. People that are really reaching out to their communities. So some kid has some sort of advantage that he didn't have a couple years ago. She didn't have. Because of an MLS team, I'm going to dog the MLS team. That's crap. The, it's the not only a crap the, thing to the do. People or the fans or anything. It's just the product. I just don't mm-hmm. like the yeah, product. The, the it's only not reason very good. Well, the, the only reason Columbus has a team is because of their community. There you go. Yeah, I hear that. They good jumped call. in and said, "Nope, you're not taking our team away," and yeah, they right. they did it. Like that was. I remember watching yeah. Brian McBride play. Yeah. Columbus. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. that guy was a stud. But here, and that, but here's the thing. I, I re- saw Alex. See, that's funny though. But I remember seeing Tony Miola playing Carney, playing high school ball, and and. Here's the thing, it's like, it's hard to judge Tim. And I love the reason I am an Everton fan is because of Tim Howard. And it's hard to judge him for 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 doing this because I know there's some criticism about here's this old dude playing keeper. I'm not going to say that's not a fair criticism. It is a fair criticism. But the, the question but isn't what is the age is irrelevant. Can he play? Can he play? And you know what? As an entertainer, my whole life, if he could put asses in the seats. Hey, he's got to get paid. It's he, his team. He has the, a great beard. At the end of the day, it's and that's if, all that can matters, he, really. Can he <laughs> pro, can he produce? If he produces, and the thing is that is so frustrating. Ironically, I had this exact conversation with uh, James O'Connor. We're sitting here, we're watching these kids play, and I'm going just because it's a habit from whenever I'm coaching, uh, kids are behind me, and I'm facing one way or the other, and I say, oh, should have looked here or should have run there or done things like that, mm-hmm. and I'm saying this stuff, and he. He looks over at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, James. I just it's just a habit thing. He's like, Yes, I know. <laughs> I go, the thing that drives me so crazy is now I'm at this age and I can see stuff half three, four, five seconds, not really that long, before it happens right, and right, where right, something should happen. Right. And it just drives me crazy. And he goes, he goes, Yeah. Uh, how did he put it? He goes, yeah, what they say, youth is wasted on... Uh, no. <laughs> hey, uh, whatever is wasted, wasted on the youth or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, however he does. Youth is wasted on the young, I think it's the same. Yeah, yeah. Place. I'm sorry, I, I had to step away. Are we still talking about Tim Howard? Uh, yeah. No. no. We're, we're, so, we're but not. anyway, <laughs> I'm thinking that Tim Howard's experience and ability to be able to read the game will make up for a lot of I mean, what he loses. I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing him. Like, like I'm going to be that guy. Because first of all, he, he was raised in Jersey, Okay. And, and I'm an Everton supporter because of him. I'm going to be that guy that's going to be like, hey, can you send my jersey? I'm going to be one of those <laughs> those dorks, okay? But at the same time, <coughs> I remember him being the keeper for the for the Trinidad and Tobago game, okay? Ooh. And I, re- you know, and and he's an MLA. He can't. It's. Hard, I'm not going to say it's hard for me to balance, but it's to me that matters a little bit, man. I'm sorry. What do you think, I, you guys? I, I, I the only being, it, if I'm being an idiot about it, I'll own it. It's just I don't know what to think about it. I, just, I'm still. I, I don't. I can't believe that Belgium didn't kill Tim Howard. That's the greatest keeper I've never seen I, anybody. 
He saved us in that. I mean, just like it was a be- it was a thing of beauty. It was unbelievable. Just, you just get Majestic. in that zone, and it's just. But it's not just that. Play, being an Everton supporter and watching some of the games that he played there, and how he saved our asses when Moyes was coach, because everybody talks about, you know, it was we had consistency. We no, we had him. You know, I'm not saying all no, the there were other players that weren't. I never saw. I've never seen anything like that in my life. It was. It, I, I, it was. I was just sitting on the couch like. Like every time, every time he'd stop a ball, I would right. be like, "My God, this guy!" You know, if he can contribute, good for him. I mean, I went to Memphis; they've got a really quality fan base there. Good that did them. not look like a first-year club. Right. They deserve the best. If he can be, if he can make the team better, good for him. Right. So I, I just wanted to bring that up because it matters to have guys like Tim Howard and and Donovan, another guy that played over in Everton, uh, to, to have that type and and Via. Those types of guys involved in this league, I mean, that's that's massive. I think I it's want, a great I, thing. I wonder what the over and under is on Landon Donovan suiting up for the he loyal out there. He won't. He won't. He's he been won't. playing indoor. He's been playing, but he can't. He won't last out. His knees. His he's shot. His body is shot. He he's is. Shooting, man. Indoor. And he, he like he likes I mean, to eat cheeseburgers. Yeah, he's a cheeseburger guy. So <laughs> he'll maybe play a game. Nah, he won't. I don't. Th- you know, we could wager a shot. He'll do it for tickets. That, but, I bet he plays yeah. for tickets. See, that's why. That's why I wanted to bring up the whole Tim Howard thing. Is that I was afraid. You know, if the Colorado picked him up for one reason and one reason only, start putting some more asses in the seats. Absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with that from from a from a entertainment perspective. I understand that, but from a quality perspective, one of the things we always talk about with MLS is the quality. Yes, but there's a difference. The 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 quality of you having a Tim Howard playing in goal again. It's not as it's a very key position. It's not. Yep. As it, can, it will probably might not be as glaring. He'll miss. Mm-hmm. He might miss some goals that get scored on him because he's just not quite as fast as he used to be. Right. He might get scored on, but it's not going to be like, you know, he guy just runs past him and he just can't catch the guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. somebody in the midfield or something like that would happen to, to somebody like uh, in, in that situation. And you got to think he's a lot more likely to be where he should be that compared to a younger man. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's forty one is not that old. Somebody no, needs to call not. up. And that's the other thing. And that's the last thing I want. I did. I, I have a note here. Forty one today versus forty one in nineteen ninety. Whole different animal. You're absolutely so, right. So you know, with with the conditioning stuff that they do now and and everything like that. So maybe he will still be. You know, I, he will definitely be able to contribute. Right. I don't have any. Some, somebody needs that. to call up Casey Keller. Oh. I don't know how old's that dude. Keller. Well, he's he's got to be close to fifty now. Nah, forty. I'll put the gloves back on. Oh man. Yeah. MLS opening weekend on t- on television. Meh. All the games, seven hundred fifty thousand. The uh, XFL had one point eight million. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I'm not trying. Like I said, I'm. A lot of the MLS teams are using XFL as a uh, uh, secondary form of uh, revenue. I guess because there's there's, man. XFL, I'm hoping that league takes off, and I'm hoping eventually they bring a team here because I'll support it. But when when a, f- a fledgling league two times you as far as attendance and you've been around for 25 years and you're supposed to be the premier league. In the, I'm sorry. I got issues with that. I I don't know. You, I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You tell me. I don't know. Again, it's the. I think it's the product on the field. It's mm-hmm. MLS is so much. The ball is in the air all the time. It, there's. It, it's. It is, and it's just like I, I'm going to show it's you. Like watching freaking ping pong. I, how how much I can muscle you off the ball. Right. It's well, that's that's not, what you see. You just said something there that that's really really true. Is that 
there's air and there's contact yep. as opposed to creativity and artistry. Yep. There, you are absolutely 100%. And that's what I that don't so like true. about it. I, I, have, I watched the finals when Atlanta won it, and I was just like going... Oh, good. Put the ball on the freaking ground. Absolutely. It just, Man, you just so nailed it. Drives nailed me it. crazy. It's like watching, a, I'm going to bring it back to the NFL thing, throwing bombs as opposed to the West Coast offense, you know, or college basketball, three-pointers versus control. And, you know, I, I, I'm, that's a great call. Yeah, so that that's the reason I like it. And, you know, I get, and, and when it first started, it was the best, it was the only thing in town, the only thing you could see. And now, I mean, I think last year, two years ago, Louisville had the largest watching viewership of soccer in the yeah, country. We're in the top mm-hmm. five. I mean, it's because the, I think there's a lot of people who appreciate the quality of of good soccer. I, I, yeah. think, I think old school MLS, there, there was a certain, there, there was a lot more quality back in the late 90s and, and early 2000s. It was different. It was different. Like, like you remember when Stern John was in the league? No. It was it was ridiculous how fun. I had a lot of fun watching it back then. Well, now I'm my, just kind of. My question is because you didn't know any better back then? Because it's all you really had? Okay. Or is it because now you can watch an Everton or yeah. a Manchester yeah. City out there knocking the you ball around? You can watch Netherlands second division if you're, you know. Yeah, as so to you now you're like. Wow, that's really good. And then you compare it. Like, go back and watch a video of one of those games or a couple of those games. You will be utterly amazed. I watched some of my high school soccer stuff, and we were we lost two games my entire career in, in high school. We sucked. Okay. I mean, <laughs> right, I would right, be I so angry as I know, a coach. I know you were. Yeah. I would be like, "What are you guys doing?" Right. So it's. It, I think it might be just your, a little bit of. Oh, it was so awesome. And versus well, not knowing that that was... I, th- I think it was you know, a difference. I think it was a difference in quality between... It, like like Stern John was a step ahead of almost everybody in the mm-hmm. league back then. And that's back when you had, you know, like Lawless played in the league and you had McBride and, and, and all, there was like all these individual talents and they were just dissecting these horrible defend, like de- defenders and uh, but that that made it fun to watch for me because you get to see those you know the individual talent just kind of like outshine everybody. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but now it's I, I guess there's a, a not a healthy mix, but kind of a there, there's there's too much. I, I don't know. Every everything's like on the same level in MLS, and that's why the ball's always in the air. You know, right? So it's like now it's not as fun because there's not that that there's no spark. There's like no individual talent uh, that stands out from the rest. Of course, you know you bring in like Rooney, and he's he's an old guy now. So it's goals like yeah, still or thirteen mm-hmm. goals still last year at that league, and then, and then Ibra lit the league up. Well, at thirty eight years old, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't care um, what your league is. Look at what Beckham no thirty eight man, man right? Yeah. Go, you no thirty eight year old man should light up a league for goals. I'm sorry, Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I mean, what it, am, am I missing something there? No. Every I, time they have the MLS All Stars play a. European team. I was in Bermuda going back when the league first started. I was in Bermuda on vacation and they were playing MLS all-stars were playing somebody. I don't remember who it was. They were getting absolutely ripped. I mean, it was just like, we're sitting at this bar. It was the, gosh, the red turtle, the red lion in or something like that. (laughs) The red red turtle. It was a red. Yeah. That's what it was. was Raphael. Raphael. (laughs) But it was, 
and and Bermuda. I know they're they're, they're not known for Good soccer, oh. but yeah, well, yeah. And but <laughs> the bar that we were at was like literally like one of only two local bars that you would go to, and everybody was just like laughing. I don't know if they're not laughing anymore. You know what I'm saying? I hate to. I'm not trying to be shitty to, to MLS fans. I really am not. It's I not the like, fans. I got nothing you know, wrong I with the fans. It's be, the product. I, and no, but I just don't want to be hurtful to the the people that support. I'm not trying to be mean to them. And I'll educate me if I'm missing something. But you know, I just the quality. Just don't ask me to be like. Yeah, I can't wait to watch Atlanta play the freaking uh, Swirly Stars from, from you know. <laughs> you know when when the quality just isn't that good. I'm sorry. I don't, yep. I don't I think it's getting a, it, it is also getting a little diluted as well. I mean, the good, the very good high call. quality players are not going to stay and play. If you have a choice of playing in the, even in maybe the championship division in England or Bundesliga 2 or Serie A 2 or whatever their second division is, are you, and even a top tier team that could get promoted, are you going to stay here and play no. for. No. Real Salt Lake? No. No, you're not. You're going to go to Europe. Everybody wants to go to Europe because that is where you can get proven and prove that you are a quality player. Right. So that's where I'm at with that. I'm going to ask you guys a question about something here. we got the coronavirus thing going on. Okay? I don't know if you I all... I don't drink that stuff. Yeah, you know, but... <laughs> the, uh, they have... Uh, Italy has banned... Not banned, but the, for the next month... The uh, the matches in Serie A are going to be uh, not attended by anybody, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it's going to be on television. I kind of get that a little bit, you know. Yeah. If if you're the fans in... are going to be in close contact for that whole time, they're going to be eating, they're going to be drinking, they're going to be drinking, they're going to be drinking more, right? And that's all in close contact. Where if somebody's coughing in that environment, I mean, you could infect twenty, thirty people. You could be, and I get I get that. EPL. Announced about six hours ago. Ready for this? Because when I saw this, I was just like, oh, they're yeah. going to start. You all got your heads coronavirus. Up. You all got your heads up your ass. I check this out. EPL. Their their answer to this is the players are not going to shake hands before the games. Perfect. I thought it was after, but yeah. Look at this. <laughs> Look at that. Speaking of the, coronavirus. you know what has to happen to prove that I'm we're, not going to get it. Here, but it's the, the antidote. Here's mm-hmm. here's you know to prove that we're invulnerable, we'll probably have to share that beer. <laughs> well, here's my here, my whole deal on the coronavirus. The, just, go ahead, mm-hmm. I'm not that worried yeah, about it. Almost the majority yeah, of the people I, that are dying are either super young, right, or and very I, old and already a little bit compromised. And I get it. I mean, people, you know, and, and I the flu is killing more people as we speak. Mm-hmm. But you know, people judge how they choose to, and I hear you. I'm not disagreeing. My thing is, if your choice to try and handle the coronavirus is, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make sure the players don't shake hands. Okay, <laughs> I'm not for nothing, but are they going to touch each other on the field when they're sweaty after 70 minutes? I mean, I, I'm no, assuming no. that's going to happen. Like, and are you going to like, are you going to go tackle somebody and be like, I can't touch you? Mm-hmm. Coronavirus! It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they shake hands. Just give them the alcohol wipes or have them wash their hands. That's the preventative measure. Yeah, but measure. that's not the point. Because I'm, I'm like waiting for a referee or, or you know, official, like... Give somebody a card and, and, and a player comes up. He's going to yeah. touch him, but goes no. Yep, coronavirus. Just make them play with you, respirators. Joe, I don't. I don't know if you heard, but they're actually this signal no longer means review. It means bring me a mask. <laughs> I got to do like this. I want to see everybody running around and like you know masks. Did you, on the field. That's crazy. A, uh, 
when you said there's not and the Serie A is not going to have any attendance, there was a Champions Just League like game too. Um, that <laughs> had none. I think it was Dynamo like Dres- Dresbeg or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their who was it against? It was against a lar- large. It was a Champions League because they had had some racial slurs, so they yeah. said you can't have anybody there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most surreal thing in the world. You know to what watch. though? And that's one of the other things I wanted to talk about is some of the stuff that's going on overseas and how it's. It doesn't need to come here, especially in this environment. We don't do politics. We don't do any of that nonsense mm-hmm. here. But here's the thing. You have to police your own when it comes to that kind of thing. Well, when I say police your own, I don't mean if some idiot, if some douchebag decides that he's going to turn around and say something stupid, you keep your hands off of him. You don't do anything that you would but that needs to be dealt with. Yeah, I think the guy mm-hmm. standing next to him is the one that needs to de- deal right. with it. Yeah. And there's... there's there's nothing, there is nothing, growing up in a multiracial family, there is nothing acceptable mm-hmm. when it comes to race stuff. It's not acceptable on any level, ever. If you even question that it might be okay, shut your friggin' mouth and don't say it. I get the passion of being at games, and, and you guys, open it up. When 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 you're at a game and you get lit up, you're 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 upset. You're you know whatever. The team's losing. The team's winning. Blah 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 blah. We all get wound up. What's the filter for you guys? I mean, is there one? I mean, think about it. I'm still mad that somebody threw a beer at me, but I think you I, had just have a certain yeah. level of population that just goes that mm-hmm. is still that middle school kid. They go just okay. tries to find the one thing that they can say that would be the most hurtful, mm-hmm. and those are the people that throw the racist stuff around. And they're idiots. Mm-hmm. It's trash. There's, that, there's different groups. There's the the guy that like. I look at Derek and I see he. I know for a fact he hates. I see his Kurt beer. Russell. I see Kurt Russell. Oh, I see it too. <laughs> when I start calling him and he hates it, and I start calling him. If Kurt you go Russell. go watch Guardians of the Galaxy and tell yeah, me he doesn't look like Kurt Russell, he does. <laughs> I know what I'm going as for Halloween. <laughs> All right, it's settled. So let's say that's the thing. I'm just going to be hurtful. But then there's mm-hmm. the person that is actually a racist yeah. that is doing it because they just have a. They're just ignorant. And they have no. Scum. They have a legitimate reason to dislike somebody for stupid reasons, then there's those people. But that's, I think that that's not the majority of people. When you hear somebody like that lady at uh, UK or whatever that threw that out there, I guarantee she was just being a, right, right, right. Probably drunk. Right. And And, an a-hole. Right. Is exactly what it was. But the point is, is that everybody has that insanity inside them. Everybody has words inside them. Mm -hmm. But it's never acceptable. It is never, ever, ever, ever acceptable to use language like that. I don't care what your reasons are. And I'm not trying to say this to try and be PC. I'm, I'm the, am I a PC person? Uh, no. I don't think <laughs> Only if you mean you don't have a Mac. Right, right, right. Thank you. The, the point <laughs> is, is that you have to think a little bit. I mean, you get wound up at sports, sporting events. I get wound up. We all do. But I have never even thought about using... Now, part of that probably has to do with my background. But at the same time... Why would anybody do that? I, I'm hearing about this more and more in Europe about you know players, players that are said. And now and, is it now? Here's the question: There okay. too is is that you're hearing about it more and more in Europe because I mean, you social media is the scapegoat because it's so easily broadcast. Somebody's got their phone open. There's a video of almost every minute of every day now, mm-hmm. and somebody catches something, so it's broadcast. Whereas ten years ago, not Five years ago, 
I say something stupid and nobody hears it except for my little group of friends here. So mm-hmm. it's not nearly as prevalent. Well, I think it helps. I think it helps to, to bring this out. Oh, it, it does it bring does, it out. You know what I'm saying? And I hear you. I, I don't know if it's changed a whole lot. I would hope um, in my heart that it's changed a little bit. But, it, you know, like recently at a Knicks game, it just happened a couple, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, not UK game. Some scumbag is sitting there screaming through a slur at somebody for, for, for whatever reason. What gets you to a point well, you've got to do that. I it just, I don't. I just think there's no filter. Just yeah. they don't think it's really a lack of. Uh-huh. The point being, the greater point liquid being, courage. and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because, you know, we're moving into a beautiful new facility, with a fan base that has never dealt with that. I mean, we've never, as, like in our groups, that is absolutely not cool. I mean, there's no, no way you'd get away with it. Nor should you. Nor exactly. Nor should you. Yeah. But the point being, should be that way everywhere. Please. If, if that's you, I'm not going to say stay home because I don't sell the tickets, but stay home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, I don't want to deal with that. We have all of this great stuff going on. And, and, and I'm afraid that, yeah. you know, some people are going to get so wound up about mm-hmm. whatever. And you get these trolls and these idiots that, 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 that feel that it's their need to, 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 to use social media to do stuff like that. Don't do it around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm not trying to say, I'm not. The last thing I am is a social justice warrior. I feel like our group would our group would immediately point one of those people out. Right, and I think it would be dealt with internally. Right, you know, mm -hmm. I say something stupid, you guys please jump my ass and say Mm -hmm. what the. I mean, I say stupid stuff every. No, I mean, probably thirty stupid things on here. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you, Keith. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, 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 God, I'm sorry. If you're going to judge people on arbitrarily and ultimately made up distinctions. You're just a damn idiot. You're an and idiot. keep your mouth shut. Shut up. Go home. One more thing I want to bring up before we close it up. FIFA has apparently come up with, I don't know if it's FIFA or UEFA, came up with a theme song. <laughs> no. Oh, this no. must be horrible. <laughs> they came up with a theme song. Like, and they need this for... And all of these songs are all like these... Maj- like, they all try to do majestic shit with it. Like Champions League? Is it Shakira? Yeah. Is it Shakira no. singing about bribery? No. no, no. What it is is that <laughs> you've got... The, yeah, exactly. They've all got these things where they're like... Dun, 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 and it's like... We're corrupt. We're corrupt. <laughs> exactly. They got a jingle. I, 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 and then Forward Madison who I am going to go see a game this year. I will go up to Madison because they get it. The folks in Madison absolutely get it. They, they, ah, I feel like an idiot. They came up with this thing, like the, the, their, 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 their um, uh, Twitter feed. We have a new song. And I wasn't thinking. FIFA did. No, no, no. Forward, Forward Madison, Madison, this new team. Okay. Oh, they turn around and they, we've got a new song. I'm like, I got to hear this because I thought it was going to be funny without thinking. And I click on it and I got friggin' Rickrolled. <laughs> Those bastards. I got rickrolled by Forward Madison. And it's I I love the fact that teams like Forward Madison, Vegas, I think we're starting to do that now too, mm-hmm. are really taking the lighter side to this whole yeah. deal. I mean, it, the whole purpose of this is having fun, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, there's... And they're realizing that. <laughs> so I'm going to go up to... I will go to a Forward Madison game this year. I'm going to do some shit to them. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I'm doing it. Because how dare you rickroll me? You need a banner a banner with a bunch of pelicans on it. I, I Well, there's something flamingo. There's something that has mm-hmm. to happen. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to make it happen. 
But to to the forward Madison folks, they're doing a tremendous job. You know, God bless. And there's other stuff, but none of this. That'd be fun so, to do. Yeah. So anyway, it's two two hours. Yep. Goes fast. I hope it you does. had a good time. I did. Very good time. I would love to have you back. Yeah, you know, sure. Well, you can reach out via t- Twitter. 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 Yeah, Twitter Derek uh, hit me up about a month ago, and I said, "Yeah, sure." And then uh, something else, something came up, or or whatever. And well, that's then I go after Joe, and I'm like, "Hey, Joe, like Keith is a willing participant." And then he, I guess you reached back. Well, he said, willing he, partici- know any he said willing participant. And I just went, oh, no, he thinks somebody's a willing participant. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can pay me when I leave. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for coming. Absolutely. My gl- pleasure. Very happy times. to see you again. Yeah, and, thank you. And me too. Join Glad us again. to see you guys. We'd love to have you come back and be one of our hosts again. Uh, we always ask everybody, We uh, a little last segment called the Rim Shots, if anybody has anything that they'd like to add to the show. Did we get so? any tips? Tips? Yeah, don't bet in on the, the horses. Oh, um, I don't know. We did. Uh, we did maybe one in there. No, we we got an offline subscription. Awesome. All right. That's I'm not good. sure who it was from. It's because it's not listed. Oh, cool. That's weird. I don't know. Anything you want? Uh, it was you from like somebody to... in BGN. They, they ah, gotcha. well, thank you. Yeah. And that's a, and that's part of this whole BGN thing that I'm literally looking forward to is that if all of us supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Without really, you know, and, and learning a whole lot. That, that's to yep. me, is what is going to make this next level stuff for yep. us. And we'll discover some interesting podcasts there, too. Right, right, Like right. 1868 mm-hmm. Weekly, the Reno podcast. That's right. pretty good. Right, right, right. You'd right. never listen to that. You'd never have occasion to even know it exists. Right. I think it's great guy. the amount of information that's going to be able to be traded. Oh, in, it's going to be. In the detail. You yeah, guys right. talking about Louisville City and Riverhounds talking about them. And you you guys yeah. interacting is going to be, for a fan, mm-hmm. even for a casual fan. Right. Actually, probably more so for a casual fan. I think that that would be a, a huge thing because they're going to be able to go to a game and watch both teams from a point of knowledge. Right, mm-hmm. And you have one central clearinghouse for yeah. news from the league that isn't curated and sanitized by the league. Right. Yeah. Good call. They need to reach out to Fot Mob and see if they can be the uh, news part of that That's feed. A good idea. Not bad. Derek, do you have anything you'd like to add to the end of this? Um. NPSL is a thing, and it is Do going. It. Tell it us is, what's going to happen. Come on, yep. it, it is, here. NPSL is coming to Louisville. Um, yes. you will start hearing about it in about a Wait, week. Can I come up with a theme song? NPSL. <laughs> it's like, we're not N- corrupt. We're NPSL. <laughs> NPSL. My neighbor. Uh, my polls. neighbors upstairs moved out. I don't oh, know if it's because of us or what. No, go ahead. You know, go it's ahead. Definitely I'm, because I'm going to do us. NPSL music underneath. Go ahead. It what? Oh, no, it's gonna do the theme music. Gonna, you he's going to underlay me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so NPSLs come to Louisville, and they have an ownership group. Uh, the ownership group is uh, definitely serious, and they have laid down all the capital that they need and everything to join the league. Uh, so it's legit. I do not want to say the name of the team yet because it is subject to change over the next four or five days. We can't tell you the name. And I have been, no no I have been formally no invited to join them as their general manager. Congratulations. NPSL. So, so when we first started, that sounded like it was an apocalypse now. <laughs> NPSL. And so, so we... We have nice falsetto, by the way. Yeah, yeah. we have an opportunity to bring teams down here, like uh, Detroit, yeah. uh, who has a very rabid and very entertaining fan base. Mm-hmm. Bring in relation them to down. the Waza. So uh, I'm sorry. In relation to the Waza. Uh, no, 
No, okay. no. The Waz are a bunch of yeah. bunch, we saw bunch of scrubs. Like the Waz. Are so... Um. Waz yeah. Why they never did really well in any of the indoor leagues? Yeah. I think they did long ago, but Wazapalooza. I remember. Well, I remember when we were doing the when we were doing the Louisville Legends thing. They came down here, and we I think we beat them like twelve to two or something. That's not good. And I, f- I almost felt bad because the, the the travel expenses and whatnot in that league were kind of, you know, it's you know it's a little fledgling league, and the team we don't make any money, and you know we're we're like renting buses and just yeah. I yeah. And uh, I remember you know Waza they came down here from Detroit, and we like we just drubbed them. Mm-hmm. And it was it was horrible. I mean, I mean, we bring we brought Evansville down here one year. We beat them like twenty three to one. God. <laughs> well, it was pretty pretty, pretty Did bad. Did they know the game was going on? <laughs> it was the Evansville crush, and they man, they got crushed. I have never seen anything like that. One of the, the hardest parts about that league was getting mm. people to travel. Yeah, because we went to Evansville and had a, a actually a relatively good game because the kids that live there just stayed there, played. They had a good talent. And there were times I remember calling people the morning of a game, standing at the bus going, hey, man, are you coming? Are you going to be here? And, you know, we'd end up, we're supposed to have 14 or 15 on the roster, and right. we would have 12 show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, this is uh, PASL. Mm-hmm. After it well, PASL. went down. PASL. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what this develops into. It should be fun. I, I you know. Do you know how many games they have and stuff like that? I want to say eight to ten. How many eight games? Eight to ten, like every weekend, something along those mm-hmm. lines. Yep. How many games? How many games? Eight to ten. <laughs> Matthew, do you have anything you like? I at? do. Uh, we found out that um, friend of Lou City, Sean Reynolds, uh, has finally landed a position right. at uh, Chattanooga, the good one. The good Chattanooga. So, yeah, that's another one. Plan <laughs> nice. a trip down there. Cheer Sean on because... Sir Reynolds, is yeah. on Twitter. Congratulations. Absolutely beloved former player. Yep. Yeah, great guy. Good great for guy. Him. I had a chance to interview him when I was doing Louisville City, the, the yeah. Soccer City Radio, and he's just just good a guy. really good guy. Nice yes. guy. Yeah. It was right after he got that red card, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one? The Cincinnati one? Was that what it was? Uh, is it uh, right before the playoffs? Oh. I'm, ooh, good. Like yeah. two games before the playoffs or something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that he's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he would be great at podcasting if he ever did it too. Well, he did that show in St. Louis. He did like the St. Louis version of Cribs. Uh, Reynolds Ray. But he also I, did. Yeah, he also Reynolds did. Ray. It was awesome. He yeah. was also on here, by the way. In case you're still watching or listening, you can go to YouTube, where we have all of our our, our, our previous guests over the last year, hmm. and you can go back. I think he was on a third show. And, Something like that. Yeah, and, one of the early ones. He's on there, but we have. We have uh, Brad Estes and uh, Lance McGarvey and uh, Nice and uh, Mr. Lynn, who was on there. Mm-hmm. We can try and get him on very soon as well. Tim Malloy. Tim Malloy was on our first show, and all mm-hmm. of our capos. He was a really good guest, too. We had, we had Nice and Dr. Lynn on the same show. Nice yeah. and Lynn on the same show. I always joke that I, there was like way too much income in my apartment <laughs> that day. <laughs> you were just hoping some of that would fall out of their pockets. They didn't even <laughs> notice. This like so, like sitting here doing this show, and I look over, and I'm like, oh, you know, these guys combined, like, you know, they could, and then br- they was, could buy this whole complex. That was like, the day yeah, that we announced. They might even own it. Like, <laughs> we haven't talked about it yet. That that was the day that we announced the mini marathon. That was the yes, judge, and he threw some money uh, to 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 the folks that were here to represent it. April 25th. That is, you know, we're moving along. We're well over a thousand dollars now as far as money raised. Uh, there's still about thirty people that are part of the team. Uh, whether 
<clears throat> you you know you want to be a part of it, or if you just want to donate money, please we could take that and do good things with it for a great facility. We did our show there a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday. That was fun. It dude. was a lot of fun. All, all the you know the, the clients there uh, did uh, some drawings. I have them. We're going to bring them to the game, uh, and hopefully people can use them as uh, uh, signs and stuff like that. But really, please if you can help us with with that, we still still more than seven weeks left. So if you have any athletic, we're walking. Some of us are just walking yeah. the whole damn thing. But anyway, anything you want to add, man? I don't know. Not really. I mean, thanks for thank being you. a part of it. Yeah, thanks for. I had a good time. Here. I did. I did. You know? And uh, my 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 last thing is uh, we're living in crazy times, but you don't have to be crazy in them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just live your life, have fun, do your thing. Don't worry about people who don't worry about you. Good That's night, everybody. Good night, folks. Thank you. <laughs>